Blog Talk Radio. During the pandemic, my lifestyle drastically changed. My income came to a screeching halt. You have to understand, I'm a hustler. I'm a legit entrepreneur. I sell things. I come in contact with people all the time. I have to stay safe. I didn't have a choice but to trust the vaccine. And if you live the type of lifestyle that I live, you out here in these streets and you hustling, an entrepreneur like me, why not do it safely? So I want everybody to take this seriously. Take a shot at staying healthy. Get the vaccine. Do you love the outdoors? Do you want to help make a difference for the planet? Then get involved in Collectively Rewilding. Collectively Rewilding is a movement to restore degraded ecosystems and reinvigorate sustainable traditions almost lost by working together. It's based on the idea that we can achieve more by working together than we can by working alone. Sharing the skill sets we have built over the years with each other and providing the community support we all need when there is so much work to be done in finding a sustainable future. To join our community here in Collectively Rewilding, go to www.collectivelyrewilding.com. Let's bring nature back into our lives in a community built for the wild in all of us. Looking for something different? Looking for something fun? Join Dan every Monday on the Freedomizer Network, 9 to 10.30 Pacific, noon to 1.30 Eastern, for Common Sense with the educated redneck, Dan Ellison. The show about everything and nothing at all. Global government, the mystery school, Agenda 2030, chemtrails and geoengineering, manufactured disasters. We live in a time when awareness about current events and big media deception is critical to be prepared for the events that are rapidly descending upon us. This is Russ from Delivering the Truth and Exposing the Lies. Join Diana and me every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. as we expose the truth big media keeps lying about. Herbal medicine, the globalist real agenda, seen through the propaganda. Thursday nights at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll see you there. I think you should do? I think you should join us for Dynamic Word Bible Studies, where I am always hosting. My name is Felicia DeRozier, and I have two amazing co-hosts. Cross, the favorite. You wish. This is Mariah, the real favorite child. Oh, sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. We spend a lot of time learning about the Bible and possibly a little time learning about humility. That would be awesome, right? Yeah, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> we air live every Wednesday from 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to 10:30. Uh, right now, we're going through the Book of Romans, but we're going to start moving into the Gospel of John. We're going to learn about Jesus. We're going to learn about living and walking in the Spirit, and learning to be a little humble with those that we live with. It's going to be a great time. I can't wait for you to join us. Right, guys? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever and whenever you're tuning in from, my fellow Liberty Lovers. This is Amber S. from Living with Freedom Ministries, reminding you to tune in on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific Time, for the Living with Freedom Show, where we'll embrace what living with freedom can look like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and in everyday life. That's 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific, here on Freedomizer Radio. 
today. So let's talk about what's going on in America. Freedom is under attack in your state. Dictator Ron DeSantis incredibly lets you walk around without masks. That tyrant allows your kids to go to school during the pandemic, year two or four, or who the hell knows. I urge you living in Florida to join the fight. Or join us in California, where we'll take the money you earn and give it to people who don't work. Visit San Francisco, where you can walk through human feces. If you're lucky, you might step on a syringe. Check out Los Angeles, where gas is so expensive, your kids only need to skip a meal or two or ten to afford it. California, where freedom means lockdowns for you, while I go to the places you can't afford. Don't let them take your freedom. Come to California, where we'll take you, along with your money. Hello, I'm Mike, my birthing partner and I just got our new Lysnica Freedom Microchips. These microchips are awesome. They help me keep the freedom I used to before enrolled into Southern Hampshire Institute in Technology. I'm Jamar. I am friends with Mike and his birthing partner. We met at SHIT. I am a liberal media major. I also just got a Lysnica Freedom Microchip. SNSHIT recently mandates everyone on campus get their Freedom Microchip. I jumped on the Lysnica joint. This freedom chip grants me the freedom to go everywhere I was allowed to before COVID. Now this chip tells me when I am damn not allowed to go outside. It also tracks my boosters. If I'm not up to date on a chip, it tells me when I need to get it by. This chip is sweet. Without this freedom chip no one is allowed on our campus. I scan my hand whenever I want to pay for something. It also calls for an ambulance when I get another heart attack from a booster. Which is totally not a heart attack from them getting a gene therapy. These freedom chips are free. You can go to any drugstore or China Mart. An employee with insert in your wrist. Remember, it is not the mark of the beast. You just need to let Lysnik track and trace your every move. You just need a freedom chip to buy, sell, work, and live. When you get a microchip, look for the Lysnik Freedom Microchips. They are sweet. Hello Freedomizers, I am Broccoli Man. When I am not fighting crime, I listen to the Proof Negative radio show. I am the Wire Not only do I forbid you to listen to Freedomizer radio and the Proof Negative radio show, I am going to demand you wear a mask and get your naked body scan. We need to protect the One World Government. You getting the real information hurts a crime syndicate. Do not listen to Proof Negative. You must now disrobe this instant so I can check your person for a constitutional cash money. Anyway, listen to Proof Negative on Freedomizer Radio. Weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern. 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Freedomizerradio.com Now, let's get back to the Proof Negative show here on Freedomizerradio.com Welcome to the Proof Negative Radio Show right here on freedomizerradio.com now sit back and enjoy the show
right. Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to another great night here on Freedomizer Radio. Of course, I'm your host, Proof Negative, the big kahuna here on Freedomizer. I want to thank everybody so much for finding us today. Today is Monday, so TGIM, everyone. Another great broadcasting week is starting for us. We do have... We do have Christina joining us here in just a second, and we will have a guest tonight from the band Faithless Town. We have Gene Owens joining us here in just a little bit. And if you're out there in Radio Land, want to be a part of the show tonight, the number is 319-527-6208. And just press lucky number one on your phone, and we'll make it a point to bring you into the conversation. So let's go ahead and bring uh, Christina in here. Hi, Proof. Thank you for the introduction, and thanks for being here, everybody. Oh, well, How was back. your day? Yeah, thanks. We had sunshine here finally. <laughs> After oh, we had a, a bunch of, of that today. Oh, it was so good to see it. So hopefully it will last a few days and not just go away. <laughs> but yeah, you get you probably get a little bit more out there than I get here, so. Although I don't know, I with just all the kids that, I just realized that you've uh, been with me for a year now here on Freedomizer. Oh, has it really been? Wow. Right, yeah. Because about this time is when I went to the hospital last year. Oh, okay. My goodness. Well, that's awesome. So you've been, I mean, you've been good now then for, well, Almost a year. You've been good. That's great. Well, the end of the end of February is when I was in the hospital for longer than than a couple of days. But yeah. Oh, okay. This was so the first round. Home. Okay, I gotcha. Well, you know, I my mom, she's been taking that berberine, and I, I don't know, seems to be helping a bit. She's she's doing really well on it, so. I think there's something to that one. I really do. Oh, I'm very happy with with bourbon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did, though. I was watching, um, oh, Jeff Nelson. He has a, a YouTube channel, and he had a, a guest doctor on there, Dr. Peter um, Ragus, I guess, Ragus, something like that, MD. And he he was uh, thanking the doctor for really helping save his wife's life. Jeff Nelson's wife had um, gone to the hospital, and they couldn't figure out what was going on. She was having liver failure. And come to find out, he none of the doctors could figure out what would have just, because it just happened all of a sudden. And she's not on any medications or anything, so they couldn't figure it out. So they called him. And he said, he said, has she been drinking any tea? And and he goes, uh, well, yeah, she does have tea. So he went and asked what she had been drinking. And she had been drinking, it's called rooibos tea. Yeah, the red tea, and right. It, and it's supposed to really be good to, like, help your liver. It can also cause, like, liver damage. 
So literally, it was the tea. So people need to be just cautious and aware that, yeah, it's supposed to help the liver, but it can actually damage the liver. So you just never know. But, you know, it's very rare that you hear of, you know, herbs and stuff like that causing any harm. But but um, supposedly that one was, you know, they they caught it quick enough to where she came out of it pretty easy. But, you know, a lot of people would never put those two together. And their lava, you know, just continue drinking that cheek and truly damage the liver. So so I'm not saying don't drink it. I'm, I'm saying people can, but they just need to be very cautious and look out for the well, symptoms. let me share with you something on, on the same thought process. Okay. So I had a similar situation where my liver was having issues, and I, I could barely eat for like three weeks. And wow. just randomly doing show prep. I found out that drinking too much green tea, green tea is an appetite suppressant. And if you eat too much of it, it uh, it messes with your liver along the same wavelength. And I drank maybe two liters of green tea every day for like 20 years. Holy cow. That was a lot of caffeine too. It could be decaf. I just like green tea. <laughs> wow. So I wonder if there's something about the tea. Interesting. Because I'm not so really a soda drinker, part. so I I drink yeah, tea instead. Neither. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Like today either. even, I had a flavor called lychee lime. But I know that Ooh, I can't what? have a second cup, so... I have a 24-ounce cup, and then that, that's it. I, I can't, I can't okay. do a two-liter. And then tomorrow, I, for like two or three days, if I drink tea, then it has to be a, an herbal tea. So twice a week, yep. I'll do green. I gotcha. Well, I mean, it just goes to show moderation. You know, <laughs> We always have to be careful. Too much of a good thing is, you know, a bad thing. Yeah, when but I was I mean, doing I my do detox that. smoothies, I was adding in green tea extract and a and a bunch of other stuff. So I think I overdid it when I was doing it. Yeah, probably so. Sometimes it's it's best to just kind of keep it simple. But I do know there's some other herbs that can cause. I forget what they are, but I know there's a few other herbs you got to be careful with. I think go to cola isn't that one of them? That you uh, have I have kind that. Of... What is? Uh, but I don't know the side effects on that, so you'll have to help me. Okay. Yeah, I. I think that one has a warning with it to just, like, not do too much because I think it has something to do with the liver, too. So, well, I mean, I guess, you know, the liver has to kind of process all this stuff. So, I guess we don't want to burden it too much. But, so our, um, so we're having a guest this evening. Yeah, in about 10 minutes or so. Okay. I remember him. That's exciting. It's, it's going to be good to have him back. So. Yeah, I didn't remember whether you got to talk to him before or not. Yep. Yep. 
I remember. Um, so how about this convoy to Texas? That's pretty awesome. I hope well, it actually forward does. To it. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. So Brandon's trying uh, to yeah. say he'll secure the border and only allow 5,000 people a day if we if we uh, put out money for Israel and another $20 billion to Ukraine. No, no. It's got to all freaking stop. I mean, what are we doing? It's like, what, the president just bribes us? This is ridiculous. And still allow 5,000 people a day? Yeah, no, not... And I saw Speaker Johnson said no. He said zero. He said one is too many. He said zero. I mean, this is just crazy. I think, uh, a lot of it, Christina, it's not that people are mad that Hector and Luzmila Cruz just lost their house to the drug cartel and they're looking for a safe place with their three kids. I get that. And I, I think that that is understandable, but when you have 92% of the people coming are military-age men that are by themselves yeah. coming from who knows what country, that's a, a different issue. Yeah, it's it's scary. I mean, I've, I've been listening to him, and, you know, they also brought up the numbers. So during the whole time that Trump was in, only 19 terrorists got across the border. Mm-hmm. And I forget, I don't know, if I, I think something happened then, but not much happened. But they said, to this day, 300 terrorists have crossed the border. Now, that's scary. Yeah. So it just, yeah, it's just, it's got to stop. It's all got to stop. I mean, you know, and the thing of it is, they're allowing this to happen and it's getting in the way of like the women and the children and the families that are truly in need, you know, to come over here for protection. Yeah, so, but the thing is, is that these people are being brought over here so they could be our rulers temporarily. Yeah. Yeah. They're, and yeah, then once, once we're taken time. care of by then, then the globalists can come around and just take care of, of the people that are handling us. No, of course. Yeah, and, and as Klaus Schwab warned us, mm-hmm. there's got to be transparency, you know, everywhere. We have to have transparency. And if if you don't have anything to hide, you won't have anything to worry about. I was like, oh, my God, really? <laughs> I mean, he is just delirious. I don't understand. I mean, it's almost laughable that he thinks that the majority of people are going to listen to him. I mean, I know they're going to attempt to do all this, but I mean... Dr. Tedros came out uh, just recently uh, and and discussed how, how they're tired of losing ground to people like us. Yeah, well, that they, they have to stop, to and they, they call it that they need to stop misinformation. <laughs> and they said especially about the gene therapies, even though Dr. Fraudy is in court and yeah. testifying about these gene therapies, and it's failing, but they call that misinformation. Yeah, 
exactly. Yeah, the criminal Tedros. Not like he's uh, an innocent person. Right. Jeez. So I um I I was unaware. I was watching. Um, my kids were down helping me um, move some things out of the store on Saturday, and when we got back, we all were just sitting around watching TV and this on a beautiful rainy, nasty day. So, um, but we watched the movie Dumb Money. It's about the GameStop stock. So, were you aware what happened with that? The GameStop, the GameStop stock during COVID? Not exactly, but I, I know that there was a group of people that uh, they were buying the stock up after yeah. globalists were trying to knock it down. Well, what, yeah, what was interesting is there, there was this company and they, they were called Robinhood. I think it was a Robinhood yeah. app. And so this guy caught on, and anyway, they a bunch of yeah people went. I mean, it went crazy. I'm trying to remember how much it went from like a few dollars to like over a hundred dollars, and then up even more. I mean, it was crazy. And yeah, I made some money a few years ago on that AMC stock for the same reason. Oh, okay. But yeah, so all these people are holding, you know, and the stock is up, and. They called the the um, oh the I don't somebody with GameStop I think started or not GameStop I can't remember the exact storyline but all I know is they they were coming up short like they needed to produce you know the money or whatever to cover and they were unable to do it so what the company did they literally they put a hold on it they stopped it. I mean, they just, I mean, it was so dirty. And I'm thinking, you know, if they can get away with stuff like that, it's just, it's crazy. But I know they eventually all had a court hearing and they were all like remote because it was COVID. But they ended up basically, the people that did it, they basically got a hand slap, you know. I mean, it just... There is truly no justice in this country anymore. So, but Kamala, Kamala Harris is worried that Trump is going to weaponize the DOJ. <laughs> Just laugh. I was like, you mean like, like I mean, what they did to us? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, she she is just a fruitcake. I mean, if you, I I just cannot stand. I I just listened to that short. You know, she was talking about it and everything, and I, and then I had enough. I was like, I can't listen to her anymore. And boy, she's looking rough. So it's kind of funny because I was thinking about her. I was thinking the other day, I was like, my goodness, she's been quiet. You know, we haven't heard anything from her. And then today she shows up and they had that short little interview. But I was just like, oh, she's, she's basically afraid of Trump doing everything that they are currently doing. I mean, that's how they do it, though. Whatever they're doing, they say that the other side 
is going to be doing it. I mean, so I forget nobody, what they call that. But, yeah, so they, yeah. so if they do that and then and then they call out, hey, this person's racist, then they, they yeah. can get up on the media because the media loves them. <laughs> oh. But, yeah, the, the fact that, I mean, I just, how can people not see how corrupt Biden is? I mean, when he's standing up there and he's bribing them, it, first of all, it shouldn't even it shouldn't even be like being discussed. It should automatically already be done. Our borders, this is crazy. So basically, he's saying, "Well, we're just going to keep letting people invade us if you don't give me the money that I want." I mean, that's what he's doing. Am I wrong? No, not really. I mean, I mean, so it's it's just it's crazy. But um, I I'm glad that Abbott is really putting his foot down. You know, this is this is um, this might be good. This might be a battle that finally takes Biden down. I don't know, but I sure hope so. I I hope something happens, and then we have what we lose three soldiers. Today, yeah. Christina, we'll have to pick this yeah. up later. Uh, Pianchi, I know you're out there too, but we have a guest oh. right now, so we'll pick you up after the guest in about an oh. hour. Uh, <laughs> from the, hey, the band Faithless Town, we do have uh, Gene Owens, who I, I wanted to extend a welcome to. <laughs> oh, thank you very much, Proof. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Well, you always want that applause. You never want the Nelson. <laughs> I definitely don't want the Nelson. No. <laughs> exactly. Um, how are y'all doing? It's, it's it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, I, I didn't realize Christina spoke to you before, so she remembers. Yes. That. Yeah, yeah, I I thought she sounded familiar. You you have a, a bounty of uh, fantastic guest hosts, so. Um, I don't remember everyone's name, but uh, every time I'm on the show, it's uh, it's, a, it's a great conversation. Yeah, no, I I love um, love your video. So oh, I, oh, thank I you. Wish, yeah, I wish times were better than than when we talked the last time. You know, <laughs> so seems like they're worse. Uh, yeah, it's you know, clown world just keeps on clowning, and yeah. Uh, you know, I, I feel like um, at least we're not – I feel like we entered some very dark period in, during the last four years when everybody was masked, and depending on where you were, where you were uh, in the world, you, you might have been literally, like, uh, you know, getting arrested if you were leaving your house or not covering your face. Um, so I feel like at least things seem better than some of those dark periods that we went through. That's true. I would, yeah, I completely agree with that. Very true. But, but yeah, I mean, who knows? I feel like there's a lot of insanity that is uh, going to come our way between now and and 2030. That's what I hear. 
I mean, just, just this year, like, I, it's hard to imagine just, like, a normal election cycle in America after everything that we've gone through uh, in the last – through the last election and then through the whole COVID uh, insanity. Like, hard to imagine there will actually even be, like, the semblance of a, a democratic process come November. Yeah, we got to hope that they don't uh... – convince everybody that 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 disease X is going to get them. (laughs) Yeah. Who knows if it's, if, if it's not that it it could be like, um, you know, it could be kind of this manufactured, uh, manufactured civil war of sorts. Who knows what, what's coming down the pipe. Yeah, it's very true. It's sad. It's very sad that our elections, I, I mean, I can remember when, you know, elections were were kind of a, oh, it's a fun thing, but, you know, it wasn't a bad thing. And, and yeah, now anymore, it's like you dread them. It's just ridiculous. I mean, I'm looking forward to this one because I hope and pray to God, you know, we get a good president this time. But, but I, mean, I mean, it's just sad. It's sad. It looks... It, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm very like pessimistic when it comes to the whole uh, electoral process. I feel like, like I've I've known people um, and have had friends that ran even in like small city, like for city council, and even those elections seemed rigged against them. Even like yeah. in predominantly, you know, like more conservative or like uh, red counties, and then some reason some a very like far radical leftist would win the city council yeah. seat and it made no sense. Um, <laughs> and I'm hearing it from all my friends, you know, in like the most rural red uh, counties and, and cities in Georgia that that's happening. So it's like, it, it just oh all seems goodness. rigged to me. Wow. Well, it's, you know, it reinforces our friends that tell us, you know, they are rigged. Why do you vote? It doesn't make a difference. I mean, you know, it makes you almost start believing them. Well, I, I think, yeah, I think any real change is going to have to come through the people. You know, I don't know what that looks like. I don't know if that's full-scale revolution or if that's building alternative alternative uh, systems and societies outside of the mainstream system. But I think as things get worse and um, we can't really create any change, through a ballot box, I, I don't know what other options that leaves people. I think it's either, you know, either there's a revolution or there's exiting the system and building your own thing and like starting on a, a community base, um, you know, yeah. starting with within your Parallel. own community. Yep. Well, if it helps, Klaus Schwab has a has a way that he's going to do <laughs> elections after this after this year. How, he, he wants to get away, do away with them. You say yes, and uh, artificial intelligence will determine who the who the the winners <laughs> of the elections are, and not oh. not people's votes. Oh my gosh! Of course, yes. I wonder if we yeah. ask ChatGPT right now who will win the next American presidential election, what it'll say. It'll probably say Michael Robinson Obama because largely in part <laughs> that she's a nice lady. It is Michael Robinson. Obama is projected. It's it's um, it'll be Michelle Obama and Taylor Swift, according to ChatGPT. Oh, what? no, I'm just joking. 
Oh my gosh, <laughs> don't scare me like that. Yeah, I don't know uh, who they would put as the vice president, but uh, I'm sure you're probably not far behind. I don't know if Taylor Swift is 35 though. She could be, but <laughs> I don't think so. I, yeah, no, I think I she turned know. 35. Uh, let's see. Uh, she turns 35 soon. It's making the rounds on Twitter slash X um, that Taylor Swift, you know, is possibly being groomed to be like presidential material or like that she has so much uh, <laughs> sway, you know, that she can sway the election. I really wish people would stop listening to Taylor Swift, including, yeah, you know, too. bless her heart, my wife. I love my wife, but she, she, she loves Taylor Swift. And I'm like, oh. you know, I'm like, yeah, babe, my, she's my, not yeah, a real person. She's just like this yeah. conglomerate, this media, uh, this corporate creation. Is she like the grown-up version of Greta Thunberg? Uh, Taylor, Taylor Swift, yeah, I mean, she is. I mean, she's, yeah, she's an actress. She's super wealthy. You know, she was born to one of the richest. I don't think a lot of people know, like, who Taylor Swift really is because they just get, like, the flash and the, you know, the, the marketing campaign, the, the media spin about Taylor Swift. And but you know she was born to one of the richest businessmen in Pennsylvania. He was a former stockbroker, and then he became the vice president of Merrill Lynch. Her mother. Uh, yeah, people don't know. I, I mean, oh Taylor Swift's God. first car when she was 16. I think her first car was like a brand new Mercedes convertible. You know, roughly oh. 75 to 85 thousand dollars, or whatever the equivalent was at that time. So, so, I mean, she was, she's like, she's been groomed. uh, And then her family put hundreds of thousands of dollars into her career. She had a nose job very early on. Um, You know, she was set up with like the best songwriters in Nashville. Her father would bring her into Nashville to, you know, pay for these songwriting sessions with uh, professional songwriters. And this was all when she was just a young teenager. So, like, she's been groomed to be this thing that she is now. I gotcha. Interesting. <laughs> but she's not yeah. a natural. So far, none she of the side hard. effects like, like what the Mickey Mouse Club uh, people did. Yeah, yeah, it, it, exactly. Like, I think, like, the Britney Spears and the Justin Timberlake, they got through, uh, they got into the industry through the Mickey Mouse Club. But Taylor Swift was, like, she came from a very wealthy family and they just made the career happen for her with all their wealth. And I'm not saying like, I think she's pretty, she's easy on the eyes. I think she, you know, she can carry a tune. She's not the best singer. I don't think she can really write songs um, because almost, you know, the bulk of her catalog has multiple songwriters on it. And as somebody that writes songs myself, it's like, I don't know what it's like to have like, four or five other people <laughs> on songwriting credits on the song. I mean, what do they all do? Um, you know, you, well, you I write guess the, I can understand if you're yeah. a band like Aerosmith and everybody has input, but yeah, I guess, as yeah. somebody like yourself, if I write a song, which I do, then I, I, I'm not saying it's easy, but it, it's, uh, if you're a singer, why can't you write your own stuff? I don't get it. Yeah, you exactly. Know, see, I'm confused. I thought she wrote her stuff. I thought she like Some wrote everything. Some of it, but oh. I guess whatever she writes, it gets uh, passed through the the chain, and everybody uh, gets to, to input. 
Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. That's also part of the, the media spin about Taylor Swift, right, is that she is this, like, kind of self-made, you know, just talent, and um, she she writes, you know. So, I, I don't know. If you, I'm, I'm just, like, looking at it right now and pulling up some, some stats, and this article claims that she's written 119 songs out of 221 songs. So, like, half of the songs she's written uh, have been completely by herself. But I'm not sure that that's correct. Um, okay. But at least half of her songs, and we don't know, like, and, uh, you know, I don't know her catalog enough. I mean, most of her songs, most of her music drives me insane. I do like Shake It <laughs> Off because I think that's a, a, it's a great message of, like, shaking off the haters. Um, and as somebody that is kind of a... I'll tell you, uh, both of you, that my <laughs> yeah. favorite hater song is I'm Still Standing by Elton John. I don't know if I know that one. I gotta, I gotta listen to that one. Is that like an older, no, uh, later about. in his career? That's 1983. Hmm. Okay, I, I love that like the early... Oh, holy cow. I know that I'm one. I'm Still though. Standing was a huge song. I, you don't know it? Yeah. It was a top ten. I probably have heard it, but I'll tell you, I, for Elton John, I, I kind of um, that I like his early '70s stuff. Like the first three or four albums was like that's the the Elton John stuff I really love. Like Madman Across the Water and Honky Chateau and um, you know, uh, Mad Hatters and Mona Lisa. Yeah, Hold Me Closer to Tony Danza is like that's just a classic. I never got into Saturday Night's Fine for Fighting. Yeah, I, I, um, I'm i still standing. I, I got to check that one out. I'm sure I've heard it before, but let's see. I think Which when you hear it, you'll, you'll probably recognize it. Yeah, it is. It's too low for oh, zero, it's one of those 80s albums. Yeah, I think I just kind of tuned out after, like, I really like his early 70s singer-songwriter records. And then I kind of tuned out for that whole 80s. And then when he started doing, like, the Lion King soundtrack. Um, and then, like, when he just went, like, super flamboyant. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah. you know, when, when he, went, he went full-blown, like, gay and fabulous, I just tuned out. But, um, I mean, still, great singer. Yeah. And, oh, there's, there's an example of a guy. He, he couldn't write lyrics. So even though he wrote the melodies, and he wrote the piano part, and he could sing, you know, his butt off. All the lyrics were written by Bernie Taupin, his songwriting partner. Oh, I remember that from the movie. That's right. Mm-hmm. I would guess. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say that was a great movie. But that was Rocket Man, right? That's what the name of it was. Yeah. So, so what singer, is there one out there that, like is just way above all the others that have like written almost everything themselves. Um, uh, I, I I will say Billy Joel. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think definitely Billy Joel. Um, for like modern pop singers, like nobody really. Um, you know, like they'll probably claim that like Billie Eilish writes her own music, and she's she's just a complete Hollywood. Uh, creation. 
weird. Right. <laughs> if you look at newer stuff, maybe the Killers, but they're they're not like top forty or anything. But I would say the Killers. I mean, a lot of people now will say Zach Bryan. Zach Bryan has gotten huge. Um, you know, I, like I was in I was in Tennessee uh, like a month ago at, at this this great restaurant. You know, me and my wife were there having drinks at the bar. And uh, I met this guy, you know, all, all, a lot of the people there, we were in Franklin, which is right outside of Nashville. So there was a lot of people that were, um, you know, songwriters and musicians and uh, I encountered multiple people that were just raving about, about Zach Bryan. They're like, Zach Bryan, the new Bob Dylan. You got to listen to him. He's amazing. And <laughs> I've listened to a little bit of it. And I'm like, yeah, I, you know, I don't hate it. And he obviously has a really talented voice. Uh, he is, a, you know, it's a very emotive. Um, but, uh, and so the, he's an example of somebody out there right now on the charts that's huge, that writes his own music all by himself. Um, okay. I, yeah. I, it's not really. I guess I, John Denver did too, didn't he? John Denver, Dolly did Parton was another example. Dolly Parton wrote a lot of stuff, not only just for herself, but for other artists. Oh, okay. Hmm. Like well, you could, you could say in, in perspective that, that Barry Gibb wrote more for other people than 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 the Bee Gees. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah, if you look through the 70s and, and early 80s, you'll see Barry Gibb on a ton of stuff. Huh. Yeah. What's really interesting is I just recently discovered the, the Bee Gees' early albums when, like, they when had they were these... more rock and not disco? Yeah, and it was, like, very psychedelic, <laughs> really cool stuff. Like, there's this one that has, like, Gregorian chants, and uh, it, it it sounds almost like some weird lost, uh, like, yeah, Beatles song, more like, into, from Sgt. Into what's called frog rock back then. Yeah, what is that song? It's, like, every – they have this, this one song that was, like, every Christian son is the son of God or something. It's, like, crazy psychedelic tune. It's really killer. Huh. I don't know. If, I might have to look that up because I I love their music. I don't know if I'm if I've listened yeah, to those. Do you ever find a story about the the Bee Gees when they transformed into disco? They were not relevant at all. The only way the record company would be able to get the these record uh, these radio stations to play and to try out uh, Saturday Night Fever or Staying Alive was they they just had to send it as a blank. LP as a as a guess who sings it. Interesting. Now that's how the Bee Gees were not they were not uh, they were looked at as like yesterday's has-beens, and they they completely transformed themselves. And but people wouldn't take a chance on them if they heard it was oh the Bee Gees I don't want that. But then once they heard the blank LP uh, where with the staying alive on it yeah they wanted that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so Staying Alive was like 10 years after that early stuff, so that makes total sense. Uh, Their first album came out in 67, right, and Staying Alive was 77. And so there was a whole decade where they went from, like, psychedelic prog to uh, disco. Oh, and the name of that song I was trying to think of is Every Christian Lion-Hearted Man Will Show You. It is, it's a wild tune. I highly recommend it. And you would never, when you listen to it, 
Yeah, it, what a long title, right? Every Christian yeah. lion-hearted man will show you. If, if you're looking for one of the weirdest albums ever, I'm not saying it's great. It had maybe one or two real good songs, but they – have you ever heard of Captain Beefheart? Uh, yes, Captain Beefheart. I am, I am familiar. That is one of the weirdest albums you're ever going to find. I don't even know what the name of that type of music is. Captain yeah, that. What is it? Captain Beefheart. Beef the the, the Beef what is that called? Beefheart. Yes. Interesting. But it went it went to the Library of Congress as one of the best albums ever made, and I don't understand it, but some people believe it. It's just so weird that it's good. I don't understand it, but people say it is. I I think that's kind of like. Radiohead has gotten to that point where people just, no matter how weird it'll get, they still love it because it's Radiohead, and it's they think I it's gotta got to be great. I never got into Radiohead at all. Do you like Radiohead? Um, I personally do like some Radiohead, yeah. And I, I mean, I think some of those, um, like OK Computer and Kid A, which is, like started down the path of getting really weird. And then that Pablo yes. Honey album with Creep. I think those are I think those are all solid albums. Yeah. The Benz, I guess, might have been one of their biggest hits. Oh yeah, and the Benz too. Yeah. So I think it was Pablo Honey, then the Benz. Um the Benz had like a high and dry and fake plastic trees. The fake plastic trees is a beautiful song. I'll give um, you that. But Paranoid Android is one of the weirdest videos I've ever seen. Man, I I and probably I know I've seen the video, but it's been so long. Um, it's I actually, a cartoon I really like video. The, okay. It's it's like two D animation. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know if I've seen that, but um. But yeah, you know, speaking of, of music, uh, apparently Ben Shapiro and has the number one. I was one just going to bring that up iTunes. a minute ago. Tom McDonald writes his own stuff. <laughs> Yes, I, I have to say, I, I think Tom, I personally, and I might catch some flack for saying this, but I think Tom McDonald's a total grifter. I really genuinely believe he's a grifter. Well, talking about all this music, do you guys realize what we discussed last year when we talked? No, give, just... give, us, give us a refresher, please. <laughs> the guy that got popular out of nowhere. Oh yes, oh. yes. We were talking about oh the yes the he who shall not be named. No, uh, Oliver. I like to I was always hoping not Anthony's bring him name. up today. Oliver Ezekiel. Oliver Anthony, wasn't it? That is yeah, that's his name. <laughs> it just you guys are talking. I'm thinking, oh yeah, that's right. It's been a year. I can't believe it's been a year since that too. Goodness. Yeah, Oliver yeah, Anthony what... does not offend me like uh, like it does to our our friend Jean here. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know, I remember. I, I remember. <laughs> I, I just don't think like speaking of people like I just don't think are real. Like I don't think Taylor Swift is like really real. You know, like I don't think she gets up and is like I got to write a song. Like I, I just and you know I don't think a, 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 her success is organic. I think it is funded and financed and manufactured. I think the same thing for that ginger. I really do. Like as somebody that 
puts out music, records music, uh, uses social media. Like, you know, our new video, Woke Town, it's got almost 4,000 views on YouTube in the last couple of days. It's got over 10,000 views on Twitter since Friday. And that's all, like, organic from people sharing it and our, yeah. from, like, fellow friends, like uh, my friend Brad from Five Times August sharing it. And uh, Mark Crispin Miller, who taught, used to teach a class about propaganda and recognizing propaganda in the media at NYU, who basically got canceled by the woke mob um, because he was speaking out against the COVID scam. He, you know, he shared it on his sub stack and to like 40,000 plus people. So that's like building. But like um, even with all that, like uh, it's just a it's just a drop in the bucket of how much. Oliver Anthony was promoted by everything, by every right of center, uh, pundit, network. Um, I mean, and not even that, like the, like the day after that song came out, Rolling Stone did an article on him. Look, when Rolling Stone does an article on you, you know that old expression that um, no press is bad press? That's the that's the truth. Like people die to this day still to get written up in in Rolling Stone. They hire publicists. They pay um, thousands and thousands of dollars. Like we, I spoke with like um, kind of a conservative PR company, and they wanted four thousand dollars to to do the press release and the PR for one month for our song Woke Town that just came out. They wanted four thousand dollars. Uh, $4,000 would take my song 1.2 million streams. I would need 1.2 million streams on Spotify to recoup the $4,000 to pay that PR company. Yeah. But all, that, but all that being said, Oliver Anthony was on everything. He had Matt Walsh. He had Ben Shapiro. He had the Daily Wire. He had uh, within within three or four days of existing as a person – he was being interviewed by Jordan Peterson, Joe Rogan. That stuff is fake. You know they say things are fake and gay. Oliver Anthony's fake and gay. <laughs> okay, I mean, I don't. <laughs> I mean, keep that's up just, with uh, it enough, so I couldn't tell you. But yeah, I mean, yeah, my my niece has a food truck, and I think she went to one of his concerts, and yeah, she talked about how huge it was, and. She made oh, a yeah, fortune, I mean, so that was good. But <laughs> yeah, ah, goodness. I mean, who knows? I, what, what also got me was like right after he got big, then he was basically saying like, "Oh, well, the you know, oh, he got so big that the Republican, the GOP convention, that the first question they asked the candidates was, what did they think of the song? <laughs> like, who does that? Like, yeah, a song that mentions cookies? What?" <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, anyway, maybe I'm just a hater, but I, I just do not trust that guy. And then some of the first things out of his mouth in interviews were, like, all the talking points of, of the WEF and the globalists, like, diversity is our strength, and we're a melting pot. And I heard it's that, like, too. Yep. Yeah. It's, and, and, like, no, like nobody, nobody that lives in a trailer on 90 acres of farmland with their three dogs and just write songs on their dobro and is a good old boy. None, no good old boy like that is, is thinking to himself, wow, diversity is our strength. No, 
No, it's fake. It's a fake. It's a character. He's wearing the. He's playing a character. Um, yeah. Also, if you look into it, his uncle is one of the biggest entertainment attorneys in Atlanta. Like his uncle represents Outcast. So it's all fake. Like, oh my that's, God. that's the reality of it. It's just, it's just fake. But like we all, we're hungry for a hero. You know, people are, especially after the past few years. It's like the same thing with Trump. People are so – they want to believe so bad that Trump is their savior, um, and he's coming to save them. Um, yeah. and, and there's other people that think RFK Jr. is their savior, and he's coming to save them. And, and the thing is nobody's coming to save us. Um, right. No, no physical man, is, you know, no flesh and blood person is coming to save us. Uh, it's gonna, no, definitely no politician. Oh, I agree. Well, our our biggest yeah. goal right now is to is to make sure though that we don't have somebody that's feeding us directly to the World Economic Forum and the and uh, NATO and the WHO. So, not that anybody's going to save us. We have to save ourselves. But that's the first the first line is we have to make sure that we're not uh, we're not we're not fed up the ramp to the slaughterhouse. We're still in the slaughterhouse, but we don't want to go up that ramp. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I just I feel like this whole like the whole election that's being set up is just to demoralize people. You know, it's just to like let you know that out of 300 million Americans, your choices still are an 80 year old dementia patient that probably craps his pants um, and can't formulate an entire coherent sentence or a former reality star that gets a spray tan and, you know, was in home alone too. Um, and that's all you get. That's all you, those are your options. You poor peasants, you know, like, I think it's just all meant to just demoralize people. Um, and I don't know, I, I really, I think a lot of ways that people spent less time getting, um, wrapped up into the media, the political circus, just spend more time like connecting with others on a community level and um, and just really trying to figure out. Hey, like, I'll admit though, I I love watching the Trump haters. That that's like a, that's a hobby for me. Oh, I mean, well, they're just Trump derangement syndrome. It it, it really is a a thing. It is a phenomenon. It is. It's crazy. The the one the one gal I can never get her. A picture of her out of my head. The one after she found out it was after they announced he won. And remember, her was in New York. She was in a sock cap, and she was having a meltdown. You had her in your video, and that one I just can never forget her. I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh yeah, she's a classic. People are crazy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, for anybody out there that hasn't seen uh, the Faceless Town Woke Town video, it's on Rumble and it's on YouTube. And it's basically yeah. a three-minute compilation of all the insane leftist nonsense over probably the last, like, eight or nine years. Um, yeah, so there's all the hits. You know, there's the It's Ma'am Lady. There's the the the, the, the kind of butch-looking girl with the yellow high-vis jacket breaking down and screaming at the air after finding out Trump won. That's there's, what I'm talking um, about, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 
there's the antifa there's the antifa guy that tries to throw a molotov cocktail but instead drops it and lights his feet on fire and so he's <laughs> running across um yeah it's got everything it has all the new climate change protesters that are going in and throwing soup at van gogh paintings and um gluing themselves to the wall oh yeah there was yeah there was another one that just happened too i saw somebody poured so um threw soup up on the mona lisa yeah that's what he was just saying i thought there was a different one yeah there there was one just different well, this one just happened over the weekend. Yeah, but he has one in his video. It was one that happened last, a while back, okay. right? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I my favorite ones, though, my favorite one, and I wish you would have added this, was, yeah. do you remember those those people that were protesting gas-powered vehicles? So they, they superglued themselves to the Volkswagen dealership, the ground... <laughs> And then they shut the lights off on them, and they were there all weekend, and they were pissed because uh, because nobody uh, let them up to go to the bathroom or anything on a Sunday when they were closed. Oh, my gosh. No. I didn't know about that. That's hilarious. If they wanted to live there, then they, they could super glue themselves and let them figure it out. If, if that's what they choose, then, well, then they, yeah. I don't have a problem with that. That's funny. I'm not going to help them. They wanted to be there. They'll just be security. And you know the best part about all of those scenes is there's no What's accountability. That? No accountability. I think well, they all I mean, cut off scot free. Oh yeah, it's insane here. Um, you know, here in Georgia, the people that burned down that Wendy's as part of yeah. the BLM yeah. protest after that guy, you know, had the altercation with the police and the police shot him. Um, they, yeah, they, I don't think they got any jail time. They got community Probably service. Probably not. Imagine, imagine that, like arson. They literally burned a, yeah. a, a business to the ground. They could have killed somebody. That fire could have spread and, and just, you know, killed countless people. And yeah. they didn't even do, get a jail sentence. And not to mention the people that are out of work now and the, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, that's it, what we call in the industry privilege. Yeah, that's privilege. Oh, yeah. So why yeah, don't we take and, a listen and, to Woke Down? Let's do it, man. Oh Love yeah. It. All right, hang on. I have it on the switchboard here, so all of our Freedomizer family can play this whenever they're wanting to have to put some music on. All right, I got to refresh my screen real quick here. I listened. I shared it. <laughs> Thank you.
Spotify because I haven't figured out yet how to get on Spotify. I mean, I know how to do it, I guess, but I haven't put my stuff on there yet. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty much all the Faithless Town stuff is on all the streaming platforms. Spotify, I think, is the biggest one, but there's also like uh, Tidal and Apple Music. Um, but yeah, okay. we're, we're on there. You could, um, I'd say, you go look through either use CD Baby. Or DistroKid. I've always had good success with CD Baby and distributing music. Like I started using them to, you know, actually sell independent CDs, uh, you know, over a decade ago. And then now that it's kind of just merged into they take care of all the digital distribution. So you pay a one-time fee, you upload your song, and then you can select like all the different online places that you want it to be delivered delivered to. Um, okay. you know, like Apple and Tidal and Amazon and Deezer and Napster and there's one called QoBuzz that people seem to be using now, but definitely seems like Spotify has the biggest market share of that industry. So definitely see it the most, seems like. Yeah, and it's sad because like I was saying, I, I did the math, right, on how much it would how many streams I would need to just recoup the money that this PR firm wanted to, yeah. you know, represent us. And they were, you know, they were kind of, um, they had done work with other cons- more, you know, right of the radical left artists. And they claimed they had connections, you know, like we're, we'll get you on Jesse Waters prime time. You'll be on Fox news. You'll be on Fox and friends. We'll get you playing. Like you'll be at John Rich's club in Nashville. We'll do the CD release show there. 
And it's like, okay, that all sounds great, but uh, four grand, that's 1.2 million streams uh, because that's what a Spotify stream is. It's like seventh seventh of a cent or less. So you you can get thousands and thousands, millions of streams, and it's like pennies, really. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of sad how the music industry has been affected in that sense. Well, back back 30, 50 years ago, DJs used to be able to play their own favorite songs that were not sanctioned by the station. That has changed. Many many stations don't even have DJs anymore. Really? Yeah, they all they all have like the same playlist that they have to play. Oh right. my gosh. So yeah, check this out. To make $100 on Spotify, it takes approximately 22,900 streams <laughs> on app. Yeah. So you need almost 23,000 people to stream your song, to make a hundred dollars, to basically make what like, you know, oh, was a good God. shift waiting tables 15 years ago. <laughs> um, Jeez, Apple music 40 to make your money back. Wow. Yeah. And, I think a lot of it, people just have devalued music. You know, people like, um, because of the internet, it's out there, right? And everybody's like competing for attention. You want it out there. People share it. But there's nothing to really collect that, to monetize that unless you, um, you know, and then if you're, unless you can get monetization through YouTube or you can get enough people watching on rumble you can monetize that or if you build a big enough name for yourself you know you can get like do a patreon or do some kind of paywall thing but yeah it's sad it's like everyone is just kind of all a lot of content creators just are all just seemingly begging for money you know there's even bands that i liked that i used to go see when i lived in los angeles that were kind of big and connected and you know had songs on the the top tv shows at the time and you're like wow these guys they're made, you know, they've, they've done it. Like their royalty money alone, they're going to be fine. And like, they all have Patreons now and they're all like, please subscribe to our Patreon for $10 a month. Yeah. And we'll write songs for you. Like they're all beggars now. <laughs> it's sad, but yeah. So I, you know, I'm a big proponent. If you like anyone's music or especially if you like somebody that's a dissident voice that has the, the courage to speak out against what's going on with the woke culture or with the COVID scam or with like great reset that like, you know, support them financially, like buy their albums, buy their, um, like I just, I saw Jim Brewer, the comedian in Atlanta last week because he was one of the few comedians to go really hard in the paint mocking all the COVID insanity. And, you know, I was like, I saw he was coming through town. I'm like, yeah, you know, ticket, it's going to be like over a hundred bucks for a couple of tickets, but, you know, screw it, because I want to support yeah. what he's doing. Um, and so, like, I feel like that's what we have to do. That's the only way we're going to keep, you know, that we have any chance of fighting and winning the culture war. And politics are downstream of culture. You know, it all starts there. And the crazy Marxists know that, and the elites know that. That's why they've pumped in this woke garbage into everything. That's why it's in TV shows. It's in movies. It's in uh music so we got to support the stuff that we want to see more of yeah i agree i mean it's sickening because i can remember this past year a few trips 
over to Illinois to a couple coffee shops. There was a family that came in. They were all wearing their Taylor Swift T-shirts, and I was like, oh, my gosh. They what literally. Were they wearing stamps? Uh, no, no, they weren't. This mm. was this was just recent, so, you know, they were okay. But mm. the amount of money they paid to go see her, I was like, I mean, it just is mind-blowing. I'm like, really? Why would How much money do you do think that? that they paid? Do they, they say how much they paid to get tickets? They paid $1,000 a ticket. What? They're insane. Um, yeah. It's, I, mean, I mean, I'm like, really? $1,000 I mean, to distortion. see some I mean, and just think yeah. about it. Taylor Swift has yeah. never worked a day in her life. I mean, yes, uh-huh. she works. Yes, she learns dance choreography. Sure. Yes, she, you know, learns how to pose for the camera. But Taylor Swift has never worked an actual real working class job like the rest of us. Like, she's never worked the drive through at Wendy's. She's never been a telemarketer. She's never been a gas station attendant. She's never been the girl at Sephora that has to restock the powders and creams. Like, Taylor Swift is she's the bourgeoisie, you know, like the leftists always like to say like that just because, you know, that people were born on third base, like Taylor Swift was, she was. And so that's what's insane is like you see people willing to spend so much money to, to give to Taylor Swift, give her more, make this (laughs) multimillionaire even wealthier. And even the same goes for, like, Ben Shapiro and, like, Tom McDonald. And it's like, give your money to, like, the, the little guys who are uh, – that don't have a giant uh, media conglomerate behind them. Um, you know, that's great, whatever. I mean, I, I guess I'd rather Ben Shapiro and Tom McDonald have the number one slot than um, Little Nod's X talking about how he wants to, you know, ha- have intercourse with the devil um, yeah. and be super gay about it. Um yeah. I guess I'd rather that, but I don't know. Like, I also kind of question Ben Shapiro and Tom McDonald, and I know they're also both millionaires, and they really don't need any more of your money. Yeah. Even though I do think the Daily Wire does put out some great content. Um, I think that, I don't know if you, the, Candace Owens is doing some really good content on there with her documentaries. Yeah, I think she is good. I do. I think she does some legit work, but you know, the, the the worst, the Taylor Swift thing is, and like you said, it's all a setup. I mean, they knew this would happen. She has so much influence mm-hmm. on, like, young people. And you know when she promoted those shots, mm-hmm. you know it had an influence on him. And I said, I said, she and her new little boyfriend, football boyfriend, they should both be sued. I, I hope that if there's anybody out there that's injured by these shots and, and they said, oh, I took them because of them, I wish they would go sue them both. Yeah, did she – Um. oh, my God, this is – yeah, did she I, – I know she wore the mask and all that, but did she actually do anything for um, – to promote the, the injection, Taylor Swift? I know. I thought, I know that her I thought she did. Yeah, we know who Mr. Pfizer is. Yeah, we know Mr. Pfizer is definitely out. 
and and think about that like you know it's all bread and circuses right the f- football and professional sports like all and all of that is inundated with um all the woke nonsense now you know it started with the Colin Kaepernick uh taking the knee and and then you started seeing like black lives matter like ceremonies and at NHL games when there's like I don't know is there even a black hockey player in the NHL uh, several. Yeah, probably like several, but like out of like probably a handful out of the entire league. Um, so it's like seems insane. Like they be do these Black Lives Matter rallies, and there's literally not one person of color on on the rink, on the ice. Um, but yeah, to have Taylor Swift, who has controlled the mind, you know, has such influence in the music sphere, then dating this dude who is promoting, you know, is uh, doing commercial campaigns for Pfizer and then is a top player in the team that goes to the Super Bowl, right? I think they're going to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Correct me if I'm wrong, Proof. I don't yes, follow football. Yeah, they are, but they, they were a top yeah. team, so it's not like it was a surprise. They were they yeah, were considered right. the favorites to go before the season. So I don't think it was a stretch. It wasn't like they, they had to work very hard to get them in the Super Bowl. Gotcha. But yeah, it just seems like such a fake manufactured thing. You know, they, it's like this Hollywood couple that they just put together. You know, it's like, like Brad yeah. and Angelina. We, we just need this super couple so then we can constantly be in their face. You'll get Taylor Swift or you'll get, you know, there's no escape from it. You can't go to watch football and escape Taylor Swift because now oh, I know. you, you got to, they're going to be a close up of her every three seconds. I, I got to be honest with you. I have been so turned off with any of like Hollywood movie star. I just I could care less about any of them anymore. I mean, I just don't even want to, you know, pay them any attention. I just they make me sick. You know, the Grammys and all these shows. I used to, you know used to kind of get into watching them. No, mm-hmm. I, I don't want anything to do with them anymore. So, I I don't know. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I will literally, <laughs> I will just watch, I love watching, like, movies from the 80s and 90s. Like, I think that's when we peaked as a civilization, yeah. at least culturally. I think that's, like, I just went back and watched all the, all the Lethal Weapon movies, and wow, yeah. they're so solid, and and you talk about like representation. The uh, the the crazy woke cult will always talk. There's not enough representation, and we need DEI, and especially you know in commercials, right? Now you watch commercials. Uh, commercials. There's literally like never like a white couple in commercials anymore. Like it's oh, I know. there's hardly even That's like tough. white people in commercials. Um, right. If like you were an alien, you came from another planet, and you just like. <laughs> we're watching commercials, you'd think like, oh, well, I guess like the majority of people are people of color. Um, you know, every once in a while you see like some white person, you would think like the statistics, the racial demographics of America were like inverted. It's really you would odd. Think we were minorities. Yeah, you would, you would think so. And it's r- really, really odd. But like, if you go back and watch the eighties and those eighties and nineties movies, it's like, you know, you had Danny Glover, and Mel Gibson, and there, there was it was there wasn't it wasn't a weird or forced thing. Like you had people of color in lead roles, 
you had um, even before that you had Alien with Sigourney Weaver as like a strong female character. You didn't have to have like they they right. the modern left like acts like these things like didn't happen, ne- never happened, and we have to work so hard because everything's controlled by like like it's still the 1950s and it's all just like old evil white men and everything and controlling everything. Um, and yet at the same time, all they're doing is doing the bidding of actual old evil white men like Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates. Uh, well, what about Eddie Murphy? He was in a bunch of stuff with uh, like trading places. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Didn't they ban? Wasn't there one of the shows they banned? Um, they won't even let it be played anymore. I thought on TV, which one was it? Was it around the Christmas one? Um, Oh, it's the one where he was tra- – was it Trading Places? Is that the one? There was 48 Hours also. Or 40 – which one was it that they ban- – didn't they ban one of them? I don't know about that. I, I'm, I mean, I'm not sure. I know that even more recently than that, there's modern TV shows now that have multiple banned episodes that you can't find anywhere. Like, they've been they've been oh memory Um Namely <laughs> – oh. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. There's five episodes of that show, and that show just debuted like in the last decade. It's a modern show with you know Danny DeVito, and there's five episodes that you if you go to the streaming services and you look up like whatever like season six, like the episode like episode five, it's not there. Like it's just skipped. The only way to see those things are to buy the DVDs. Like, they're literally oh – that's, that's going to be the future. Like, that's why we need physical media. They're doing the same thing with books, with sensitivity readers, and they're rewriting books, like the works of Roald Dahl, Dahl to make them more sensitive and inclusive in their language. Well, what about uh, – look at The Simpsons, though. I, I stopped watching them when they banned uh, the, the, the guy that did uh, Apu Nahasapima Petalon. Uh, they, yeah, they, they, they got rid Indian of uh, Hank Azaria. So insane. How insane is that? <laughs> like, yeah. No, but it's I true. Mean, I, my, my kids were down this weekend. They're, my daughter and her husband, they're 30 years old, and we were white. They've never watched Aaron Brockovich. So we sat down and watched it. They loved it. But I was like, oh, it's so good to just watch a normal mm-hmm. movie from back then to where, yeah, you don't see any of this new stuff. I mean, that they're forcing in everything. <laughs> I mean, it was hard for me to watch um, Dumb Money. I just, I almost couldn't stomach it. There was just Whoa. too much. You're, t- you're talking about them banning these other things. That yeah. show should be banned. It's Oh, my gosh. I mean, some of the stuff that went on in it, I'm like, really? I don't that's want a, my that's a new grandkids watching this. Oh. So it's right. called Dumb Money? Yes. Oh, it's about the uh, GameStop. It's, it's, it's the story about the GameStop investors? Yes, yes. Yeah, so you don't recommend, not, not worth my time? Because I did find that whole no, thing kind of interesting. Mean, no, no, it's. It's a good movie, but but what has happened, the, the movie's good, but the problem okay. is they've got all this woke crap in it. Like, you know, I mean, there was just, there were parts in there that I was like, oh, 
my gosh. I mean, I just, I mean, it's not a world I want to live in. I mean, it was just crazy. Some of the stuff that, you know, was like, like they start wild lecturing parties. you. Like, I, okay. Yeah. I, have it you seen, like, I don't know if you. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you, you first. Uh, um, it was about like two two girls in college, and just the thing that took place that they showed on TV. I was like in that movie. I was like, yeah, that that absolutely was not necessary. You know, hmm. it had no relevance in the movie, but yet, you know, we're in these woke times, so I guess they have to show that stuff. So that that almost made me want to turn it off. But no, the the. the the story. Uh, well, I'm, I'm very intrigued now. So what, was there like some lesbian action yes. scene or something? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. 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 Drugs and all that stuff. And it just. Right. It, yeah. It just. Yeah. So, no, you, it, it's good to watch because you can see how corrupt. I mean, it shows the corruption as far as when, you know, people with the money, when they start losing it, you know, they can do whatever they want to stop it. So. Yeah. Yeah, they they literally just froze like Robin Hood uh, yes, trading yes. app. They just like froze people's ability to literally. to trade. Yeah. 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 yeah it's crazy. so. Yeah. It, and they it, didn't it, get it, it, and they didn't have to do anything. They didn't really. I think they got a slap on the hand. I don't even know if they got that. But it's yeah. just uh, very frustrating. And it's the same thing that happened with um, the two thousand eight you know, uh, market, um, housing market crash. Yeah. You know, they were all those predatory yeah. loans and the, and, uh, they were, the banks just got bailed out in the end. Like they're too uh-huh. big to fail. They can kind of just do whatever they want. Um, and it's the same thing with these corporations like Pfizer. Pfizer has paid out a, over $2 billion in criminal fines for making fraudulent claims or, um, you know, criminal activities. So if they realize that they're still going to make more profit than the fines that they pay out, why not do it? You know, they they just see it as a cost of doing business. Right. But, yeah, I mean, the insanity of all the woke ideology, which is really just identity-based Marxism, right? You know, it's it's pitting everybody against each other. It's saying, you know, because of the color of your skin, you're an oppressor. And because this color of skin, you're oppressed. And vice versa, um, and across gender and so forth, it, it, it's, it's now it's trying to destroy all, all the old franchises. So you talk about the great film franchises of like the 80s and 90s. It's like they have to destroy Star Wars. They have to destroy Indiana Jones. Like the new Indiana Jones is like Indy is old and decrepit, and there's some new cool like, you know, uh, independent like lesbian that is oh, the, is the, the new star to take over the helm from Ugh. one of the most masculine characters in all of film history, right? Same thing with yeah. Star Wars. Is Star Wars you had to kill Han Solo? They have to. And spoiler alerts to anybody that hasn't seen the, all these horrible new movies uh, and these film franchises. Franchises, but it's like they have to make like Luke Skywalker a complete wuss and has been and loser. They have it, – it's, it's destroying – it's the same thing they do in Marxist revolutions, right? They tear down the statues, which we've also physically seen. 
but they also have to tear down and destroy all our heroes and all of our mythologies and all our stories. And in the modern modern world, that is our comic book characters. That's our our superheroes, our our cinema heroes of Indiana Jones and Luke Skywalker. Um, like in Superman, in a, they're doing it to comics, they're doing it to movies, they're doing it to TV shows. In the comics, they made Superman's son, who is gonna, going to take up the helm of Superman, the mantle of Superman, he's gay. And he's a climate change activist. <laughs> well, didn't they do some stuff wants, to Captain America also? Uh, I think, well, uh, definitely in the movies, they, like, kill Captain America and... Or he retires and he uh, passes the shield on to Falcon, um, and Falcon becomes Captain America. So it's like a new young black Captain America. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll take that. But the thing over. is, is that the new Captain America is against right wing extremism. Oh, of course. Well, that yes. The and and what is that right wing extremism? It's like a nuclear family and church on Sunday and. Um, I don't know. Not generally mutilating your children and putting them on hormone blockers. Those crazy right-wing right. extremists. Y'all still there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, awesome. I was just letting well, you finish your thing there. Oh, yeah, man. So, yeah, I think that's where we're at is, uh, you know, it's time to Time to stomp out the woke culture and get back. All it is doing is dividing us. If you go back and watch any of that old content or uh, you, you just don't see that constant division and preachiness. And there's such a demand for that. I think people are hungry for non-woke content or, and content that doesn't beat them over the head with some ideology. They don't want to sit through a Batman movie in the middle of the Batman movie have, um, you know, Lenny Kravitz's daughter, uh, dressed as Catwoman, lecture them about how Batman is an oppressive, rich, patriarchal, cisgendered white man, which is something that literally happens in that new Batman movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I saw it in the theater and with my wife, and she's like, I went to the bathroom halfway through because it's really long. Other than being preachy, it's really long and boring. But I went to the bathroom just at the point where um, I guess that this, like, monologue of Catwoman telling Bruce Wayne and Batman that he's, like, this oppressive, he's, like, the white patriarchy. And I come back, and my wife's like, oh, it's a good thing you went to the bathroom because you would have just walked, we would have just walked out in the middle of that movie right then. Oh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I don't think go I ahead. even want to go to the movies anymore. I mean, because, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm not going to waste my money like that. So. Yeah, I mean, why pay money to people that hate you, hate your values, and want to preach yeah. to you their garbage Marxist uh, ideology? Um, and, yeah, they, and, uh, as somebody that lived in Los Angeles, it, it's the, those are the people that run those industries, and they're making it so – those are the only people that are going to be in positions of power because everybody else just gets pushed out. Um, and that's why there's so many, you know, kind of actors like Kevin Sorbo and uh, James Woods and Dean Cain that don't work in that industry anymore. Or if they do, they work in like, you know, some um, 
more independent films and such because they're they're blacklisted from yeah, Mel Hollywood. Gibson's another one. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I was I forgot to bring up a while ago too when we were talking about you know maybe all this stuff going on and how we kind of need a parallel parallel society and stuff. It's like, aren't there? It, it seems like all the super super wealthy people out there that has the money to help like start up something like that are they all woke? Because to me, it seems like none of them you know, are, are chiming in and say, oh, well, I'll help to build that or, you know, I mean, it just, it seems like, because it's not something, you know, that's going to be easy to do, but, but yeah, we need to just almost just start building a whole new, I mean, I don't, I don't think we need a government. I think that's part of the problem. You know, I, I don't know. That that when I go back and forth with you know people will argue with you that yeah you need somebody to but right now the government is the biggest threat to the people in the world all the governments are yes. they not I mean they're all freaking corrupt they don't work for the right. people anymore they just work to make sure that they you know make this world their own and and have everything they want it's it's just they're, they're the biggest threat. I, I, just, I agree. Oh. I will say here's a cause for an, uh, an argument. Uh, here's an argument for optimism is that um, and tying it back to my new song, Woke Town, the artist that we got to do the art for the, the cover, his name's Igor Chacal. He's a really talented illustrator and graphic designer and comic book artist based um, from Brazil, and his main gig is that he's the lead artist for Ripaverse Comics. Ripaverse Comics was started by this guy, Eric July. He's a YouTuber and a gamer and a musician and a known libertarian and a libertarian political Yeah, we've played his stuff a bunch on here. Yeah, right? He's, he's awesome. So, but the thing with Ripaverse is because we like we were talking about how woke comics are are getting right, and like they're lecturing Batman's bad because he's the patriarchy, Superman's gay now, and a climate change activist. So there was this this uh, whole market that wanted non woke comics, and so Eric July launched his own comic book company, and he spent two hundred thousand dollars of his own money to launch this this uh, comic book endeavor. And the $200,000, he, he kind of set up like a pre-sale system. So you would buy the books. Uh, the books were available to customers, and he was hoping to recoup his money. Well, they ended up raising over $3 million. They generated $3 million in pre-sales. And it became – it is now one of the, if not the most, one of the most successful independent comic book companies of all time. And so that that's just like one example of um, – you know, how the market can correct itself and that people can vote with their wallets and create change in the, in the world and in culture. Um, there's another, there's a new non-woke a radio uh, record label called Based Records based in Nashville. They signed um, High Res, the rapper, and Five Times August. They just put out their new songs. So, you know, those things are happening. Um, okay. Well, which that's good. gives me hope. Yeah, there are those yeah. people that, you know, it'd be nice if there was, you know, like a 
Like, I guess the best thing we could have right now is Elon Musk. That's the closest thing of somebody that is w- uber wealthy and is seemingly doing something yeah, good. Yeah, that's true. With, with that, yeah. yeah. I mean, I will say Twitter is better than it's ever been, and there's actual, like, real engagement and real conversations happening there right now. Yeah, it's a shame he took the shot. I think he regrets it now by just um, – yeah, but Maybe the they didn't give him enough stuff. You see people dropping mad truth. We can't we can't shame them on what they used to do. We have to we have to accept them as thank you for waking up and and helping fight the cause. We have too oh, many I, enemies. Yeah. No, I just mean shame in a sense that I hope it doesn't hurt him. You know. Right. No, I don't shame him. I understand why. You know, I, I there's a lot of people out there. They, you know, they didn't know any better. And but I just hope it. I hope he doesn't have any really bad, you know, physical ailments because of it. It's a way they could take him down. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm not on board with all of his, uh, um, what's the, the brain link thing, Yeah, whatever that's Neuralink. called. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Neuralink. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't get down with the Neuralink. Um, no. That's you know, merging man with machine, no thanks. Um, and, you know, his family does have a lot of ties to, like, technocracy. I think his biological yes. grandfather was, like, actually, like, the head of the technocratic party in Canada and ran, like, they, they had, like, a, an actual official um, party called the, the technocratic or technocracy party. So uh, it's definitely in his, uh, it comes from that lineage. But who knows? Uh, I mean, it's just great to have one platform where it's not r- rife with censorship and, um, you know, shadow banning yeah. and suppression like almost all the other ones seem to be. Yeah. I, I agree. So uh, are well, you guys going to be doing any live shows anytime soon for Faithless Town? Um, we yeah, we are. We're playing a show in March at um, a venue in Atlanta called Tin Roof. Uh, it's kind of in the Briarcliff, uh, Emory area. Sorry, so that, when I that's... think of, of Atlanta and I'm thinking Tin Roof, I'm thinking B-52s with Tin Roof, rusted. Oh yeah, that you no, know, yeah, that was that's in Athens where I live, but I'm completely blacklisted uh, by the music community here because it is one million percent woke, um, yeah. and it run by like Antifa members. So um, yeah, I, I kind of just <laughs> I, I'm like a pariah in this town. I'm I'm trying to make my exit, trying to eventually get. Uh, get to Tennessee and it's just the funniest thing now punk music is considered uh, obeying your government oh 100 <laughs> yeah man like I'm so I, anti-government I wear five scams and, I, and I'm quadruple gene therapy yeah just listen to Green Day they, they're not down with the, the MAGA agenda they're edgy no I they're never so even the, their first song that uh not uh, from Dookie. What was that first uh, song that they had? Was uh, it Basket Case? No, before that, their first Longview. Oh yeah, 
sit around and watch the tube. Yeah, that that's not me. I, I even when that when that first came out, I'm like, I can't stand this. Yeah, um, well, it's it, it, pretty much all the punk rockers have sold all all of the all of them sold out except for Johnny Rotten, John Lydon. He he's been really vocal against all the nonsense. Like he has a he has a wife that has um, some some sort of health condition, and it was like he's spoken on record like how incredibly hard it was for her to get medical care during all the insanity of COVID, you know, where they were like turning people away from hospitals or they were only taking people yeah. who say you have COVID to rush you on a ventilator. Um, yeah. You know, or all the stuff that we saw, right. Where they, they kept yeah. people away from their loved ones as their loved ones were on their deathbed, like all the horrible inhumane things that these people should take accountability for. And there right. should be consequences for how horrible they treated others. Absolutely. Um, and John Joseph of the Cro-Mags is another one. Like, John Joseph was putting on shows in New York. Um, like, he actually got a permit and put on a giant punk rock show during, like, the lockdowns in New York. It was awesome. Um, and he's basically, yeah, <laughs> all, the, all the old punk rockers have come after him. And they, you know, they use all the Marxist, Marxist Marxist tactics of they just smear you with they don't they'll call you a racist they'll call you misogynist a sexist anti-semite whatever it doesn't have to have any true meaning or validity it's just uh, or any truth behind it it's just to silence their opponents and Marxists have been doing it since you know since the Soviet since the Bolsheviks and since the uh, Mao's China and Cultural Revolution. And they're still doing it. And even though like, these modern woke maybe aren't like textbook communists, they do use Marxist, Marxist tactics. For sure. But yeah, most punk is just lame. Um, they've sold out. And who's, I don't know if you ever uh, were familiar with Billy Bragg. But he was kind of yeah. like a, a UK, yeah. That guy, if anybody is who's lost the plot, that guy has lost it. Like, if you want to just see somebody that's gone full on woke, check in on oh, Billy Bragg's fun. Twitter. Billy Bragg. Billy he's Bragg, yeah. Yes. Yeah, he. I, I couldn't remember if he was from Australia or England, but yeah, you're right. He is. He is pretty woke. Oh man, like half of his, all of his stuff now is like trans agenda stuff and, you know, <laughs> harassing women that want like women's only spaces, you know, and calling these, these women bigots. It's so wild to see these people that claim to be liberal destroying all the things that liberalism has achieved. All I know is and I it, love women. I, why would you want to cancel women? I love women. Yeah, they want they want to erase women, and apparently, right. and so many women are actually leading this charge to erase themselves, to rewrite medical journals and dictionaries, uh, you know, to change women to there's a, a birthing person and non-birthing people, and your parent one and parent two. Yeah, I mean it's it is Twilight Zone stuff. But yeah, the, the only women's right that the the modern left seems to still want to support 
is the only one that, you know, is abortion, um, which also just plays into, you know, population control and like all the other things, like sterilize people, inject them, make them sick with the with mRNA injections and spike proteins, and then yeah. kill the unborn. Um, but, like, they don't support women's rights in any other thing, and they definitely don't support bodily autonomy in any other aspect, right. as we saw with COVID. Not at all. Not at all. And, unfortunately, they've dumbed down the people to where they don't even teach, you know, civil uh, – would it be civil rights or whatever in, in school anymore? I mean, we used to all – I remember that. I remember having it in school. But I don't know that they teach it anymore. So that's yeah. That's I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think they do. So so well, most they, people don't know their rights. They don't realize that they, uh, you know, they think they can do all this to them. They think they have well, to obey. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, and we've seen how how compliant people will be when um, yeah. when pressure is applied. But there's also a lot of people, like, I feel after the last four years, you know, we, a lot of us found, our, found each other, a lot of people in, yeah. that were freedom-minded and believe in, sure. like, true, true liberal ideals like um, bodily autonomy and freedom of speech um, and individual liberty. And yeah. so, you know, I think there's hope in that. Um, and I, I just think, you know, we just got to stay uh, – just connect with people in the real world and don't get carried away with all the insanity of, like, whatever the new narrative is. Because every yeah. new narrative is, like, meant to just – everything's meant to divide people and pit them against each other. You know, it's it's Black Lives Matter or it's Palestine-Israel or it's – you know, it, it, and it's so hard to know what's even real at this point. Um, with with, right. with how curated everything is that we see and how certain things are promoted to us by the algorithms and other things are suppressed. Um, like, I really want to know what's really happening in Texas right now. It's so hard. You know, like, I'm, oh, I'm kind of waiting <laughs> to see what, like, people on the ground and, like, people I know there and, and maybe, like, you know, the activists that I follow and the independent journalists that are in Texas, like, when see their – Take and what's what they're seeing on the ground because it's I don't know you know it almost feels like yeah. they're trying to create this narrative of like a civil war and states against the federal government and I, I don't know maybe that is happening maybe it's really happening but I think every the starting place that we should all you know begin from is one of skepticism and just assume yeah. that what we see on the media is a lie and um, yeah. until proven otherwise. More programming. I want to so, ask you, you though, are... uh, Gene, how's uh, how's I do not comply dot org? Um, the oh. website's still up. Um, I will say that you know the org- the one thing that I think is still really beneficial that we have up there is we do have a um, medical ex- or religious exemption letter, and I just recently helped a lady use it to get out of um, her job was forcing her to get a flu shot. Uh, Not only like the COVID stuff, but this job was saying, well, you have to get the flu shot to work. And um, so we have a, a letter of religious exemption.
exemption still on the website written by one of our um, fellow patriots, uh, Reverend Casper McLeod and Pastor Casper McLeod. So if anybody ever needs that to um, idonotsupply.org and print that out, and also Pastor McLeod is happy to, to vouch for you and work with you and, and consult with you to be your, you know, your spiritual leader and to kind of help you navigate that if your job is forcing you to take any kind of injection, whether that's the COVID ones or that's the flu shot or whatever. And as we know now, like, we should be skeptical of all of these injections. Absolutely, um, yeah. Because yeah, obviously exactly. there, there's yeah. no testing. There's no real safety here, and there's no accountability or liability by the manufacturers. No, and, and people need to know that. So there's several different flu vaccines, but one of them is a recombinant. So they're not telling people when they go to these different places to get these flu shots. Mm-hmm. So people need to ask because they don't want to get the recumbent one because that is like a gene therapy. So people need to be aware of this and they need to ask specifically which one they're, if they're going to get it, they better ask what it is because they, the RSV was a recumbent vaccine or it's not a vaccine, but that's what they're calling it. So it's a recumbent too. So, you know, there's no disclosure anymore, which Used to be that was a an easy thing to win in court, mm-hmm. and now they just get away with it all the time. So it, it's it's pretty scary. But but I was um, you mentioned something about Tennessee a while ago, and are you familiar with Amani Mamalushan and Paul River Richardson? No, no, I'm not. Okay, well. The I found them through, um, I remember Sasha Stone is how I first found Amani. But they have created in Tennessee, um, it's called the Haven Village, and it's located in Old Fort, okay. um, Tennessee, on the Georgia state, located within the foothills of the Pristine National Forest. But it is... It's one of those, like you said, that people are stepping up and doing things. So they've stepped up and they're building these communities. And I forget how many acres, but I think she said they usually have at least 90 acres or more. And they're building small places for people to live and community things going on. And you got to, you know, it's a PMA, so you got to do a private membership association. But people are living in these communities. They've got one in Texas, too. And it's pretty cool. They're teaching people how to build the little the hemp houses. and um, Because Richard, Paul Richardson, that's what he knows how to do. He's kind of an architecture with these um, mud, hemp mud homes. But for people that are, you know, wanting to get out of the rat race, it's, um, they are really, really neat communities to check out. You can actually just go, like, vacation there. Uh, That's awesome. And what's it called one more time? Like, how was it? How would I, um, it's, I think the website is just havenvillage.net, 
H-A-V-E-N, village.net. Awesome. Well, yeah, I will, I will look into that. Yeah, there is, there's a good yep, – um, I've connected with um, a good crew of freedom-minded folks up in Tennessee. Um, there's a lady by the name of Courtney Turner, and she has a podcast, the Courtney Turner Podcast, and her and her partner – I, or her and her fiance, I should say, they put on a, um, they helped put on this event called Rebels for a Cause last summer that my, that Faithless Town played along with um, a bunch of other artists and speakers. I mean, Jay Dyer was there, um, people, Harrison Smith from InfoWars was there, okay. Nick Natoli, who at that point had the number one song in the world with, uh, Target, uh, Boycott Target with him and Jimmy Levy. Nick performs. So th- they're doing great stuff up there. Ryan Christian of The Last American Vagabond is, I think, in like Murfreesboro or, or somewhere right outside of Nashville. Like I mentioned, Bates Records is there. So I just feel like there's a, a good community. And that's not to say that there's not like the woke ideologues in Nashville because um, I just heard that Michael about a month ago, Michael Graves from The Misfits talking about other punk rockers that... Oh, um, I met him before. Yeah, he was supposed to play this place, the Cobra. It's this little divey indie rock club, like garage rock club um, in East Nashville. Um, We played there back in 2021, maybe, or 2022, with Five Times August and some other folks. Well, Michael Graves was supposed to play there, and they canceled the show on him, like, a couple days before because of the woke mob and, you know, they issued some statements saying like, um, you know, we just want to keep our patrons safe and, you know, our staff was threatening to quit if, if we went forward with the show. And, and that's, <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Would you, how could you let those, wouldn't you just want to fire your whole staff? Like if you're, yeah. if, if your employees are holding you hostage and like extorting you like that or blackmailing you saying like, well, if you do this, then, um, you know, we're just all going to quit. It's like, would you, you want those people to work for you? That's crazy. Um, but oh. other than that, there's, there's a lot of cool folks up there. So that's where I'm I, – all I know is I, I have to get out of that. It's, it's insane here. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, you know, it's just like you got to pick your battles, and I'm not going to change Athens. It, you know, it, 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 it's like Portland, Oregon. Um, and I just kind of ended up here by chance and all the insanity of 2020. Um, and I tried to get Nashville's a chance. Nashville's gotten that bad? What's that? Nashville is that bad? Oh, well, I don't think Nashville's that bad, but Athens, Georgia, definitely Oh, is. okay, okay. Just, just because it, I think it's because it's a college town. Most of the people that live here are just like, you know, they're all they're all like Stacey Abrams supporters and Biden supporters uh, and Stacey a Abrams lot of supporters. Yeah, they follow yeah, Mick Johnson. Yeah, uh, they all just uh, they're all employed by the college, so like it, it, it like pay they literally get paid to be woke and yeah. to, yeah. to push this nonsense. <laughs> like their paycheck yeah. depends upon them believing it and pushing this insanity. Um. So yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm hoping if you know we're not in the throes of a civil war, that 2024 will be the year I 
get to get to Tennessee. Yeah. Is Tennessee a red state? I don't it think is. I even know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um right. let's get who their governor is. Um who is their governor right now? What is the guy's name? I don't remember. Bill Lee, maybe? Okay. Well it's not a bad climate either, Tennessee, is it? I mean, no, I guess well, I mean, there's a lot worse out there. Yeah. <laughs> so. I'll still get some uh, probably a greater likelihood of snow, though. They just got snow up in, uh, like, Franklin last week. We had this big freeze. You know, it was down to about, like, 18, 19 degrees here in Georgia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was and cold. Yeah. See, yeah. I forget. I know cold. Proof is in – Proof, you're in Nevada, right? Yes. And, I'm and in Missouri. You're in Missouri. So in have Missouri. you gotten the cold spell yet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am I am between, like, St. Louis and Memphis on the Mississippi. So I'm in Cape Girardeau. I'm in a college town, too. So the university kind of drives me crazy here. I can remember all the promotions of if all the students get their vaccines, we'll get an extra week off at spring break. And I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, it was just, it was nuts. Yeah. The, the yeah. carrot and the stick is how they, you know, do this. I mean, yeah. The nanny state will reward you for being a good compliant citizen. Uh-huh. A good, um, yeah, it, in the universe, it, and it's also because, I mean, maybe being in a university town was cool in the 90s, but now it sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah, now no, it, I agree, yeah. Yeah, I mean, my the, my city councilwoman led the BLM rallies through downtown with the mayor. Yeah. Um, they voted to, the city council voted to spend millions of dollars to move an old statue from downtown and then um, close off the square and paint trans flags on all the walkways, and which are still there. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's. It, it's it's so far to the left that it's insane. Even up until last year, there were some businesses in downtown Athens that were still requiring you to wear a face diaper to come in. Like Luxury, the famous <laughs> record store, which wow. is um, it's the record store where Peter Buck, the guitar player of REM, and Michael Stipe, the singer, met. And it's been operating since at least the 80s. So it's this record store with a lot of history. They, I tried to go in there once over the last four years, and um, I just ignored all the signs about masks, right? I would just go in there and I'm like, oh, no thanks. Um, but they, they had a turnstile set up at the front door once you got in, and you they had a box of masks, and they wanted you to put a mask on, and they had a big container of hand sanitizer. So you had to put the mask on and then sanitize yourself before walking into the <laughs> record store. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh wow, that, that that's punk, that's for sure. Man, what gets oh. more rock and roll than that, you know? <laughs> wow. I can remember when there was a Hallmark store here back when, yeah, people, I think they were just starting to take off the mask, but then they were using, yeah. I remember walking in, and she had this spray bottle. She came up to me. She said, could you hold your hands out? And I said, excuse me? I said, why? And she said, because I'm going to spray this on your hands. I said, no, you're not. I said, 
you're not spraying anything on my hands. And she said, well, then you can't come in. And I said, fine. And I turned around yeah. and walked out. And I'm just like, I, I mean, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah, I remember. The ignorance is just, oh. It was so insane, all the insanity. Um, it, it's like it, it will take us years to really process all of the lunacy of that period. And I feel like so many of the people that push that stuff, they just want to go, oh, well, that was just what you do. That's just what you do in a pandemic. Um, you know, we were just yeah. trying to stay safe. Uh, or, they, or they just don't <laughs> even acknowledge it. But, yeah, I remember right. going to this furniture store in 2020 in Atlanta, and they made everybody stop at uh, a scanner, a face scanner, and it was like a big iPad-looking thing, and it scanned oh your face, and it and it would and it took your temperature. And so it would yeah. be like, you know, to make sure you didn't have a, a coronavirus a fever. Oh, you really... oh yeah. wow. Yeah, so me, me and the wife saw that, and I was like, oh, let's just turn around and get out of here. <laughs> this yeah, is going to be no a fight. Joke. Um, oh. But, yeah, like, getting back to Athens, Wuff Street, that record store, they still required – they had a sign on their door up until, like, maybe some point in 2023 – that still said face mask required for entry. I mean, like, that's how insane this town is. They almost, and not even saying almost, every music venue in Athens required proof of vaccination or a negative test to go to a show they were hosting shows again. Every one of them. Mm. From the smallest little dive bar, like nowhere bar, to the Georgia Theater, to the 40 watt, which is where, like, you know, B-52s and all these, a lot of giant artists came through. They all required it. Like, they, they were all, like, hand-in-hand in, hand in the lockstep that this is what we're going to do. Well, I and, am. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. That's, and they also yeah, I, don't think they were right. You know, they just doubled down on things. They refused to acknowledge that what they did was insane and wrong and they yeah, probably weak cowards. Yeah, one hundred percent. But they see themselves either. as heroes. They see themselves as the virtuous heroes <laughs> of the story. Well, anyway, oh, every so it's often been... though, every so oh, yeah. often though, Gene, the uh, Mr. Broccoli man does mention I do not comply dot org, so he still represents you. <laughs> oh man, well. I... I appreciate it. it. And like I said, it, we're, it's still there. It's, we're still a 50, 503C3, 501C3. Um, sorry, I'm getting, getting tired here, getting a little late on the East Coast. But, um, right. you know, we, we're still there. Yeah. And we're, ready, we're ready to leap into action uh, if need be. And like I said, there's still resources there that, that people can use. Um, and, you know, hopefully there won't be, like, another scandemic part two um, that we, we have to mobilize and be boots on the ground um, to fight back again. Uh, and I hope, yeah. I hope that won't happen. I, I feel like they're going to try something else. I think, I think yeah. we're looking at more, like, civil war or, like, alien invasion psyop. I don't, I don't think they're going to play the, the pandemic card again, but I could be wrong. Yeah. I, I don't think it'll work, but I could definitely be wrong about that, too. So, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yep. All right. Yep. So, uh, so 
Uh, Gene, I know that it's late out there. I still have a broccoli man to play. We do have someone else that wants to to jump in as well. Where can people find out, out more about you and your music? Uh, you can find us at Faithless Town on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all that stuff. Um, FaithlessTown.com is the one-stop shop for all uh, our music and merch and upcoming shows. If you're in Georgia, come see us when, when, we're, when we're playing locally. Who knows? Maybe we'll maybe we'll even get a tour going this year. Um, okay. And yeah, FaithlessTown.com. So thanks again for having me and uh, great conversation as always. All right. Well, thank you for being here, and we'll we'll have you on again yeah. anytime. Great. Yeah, great talking to you again, Gene. You Thank got you. It. Yeah, absolutely. And one last thing. I also have a new podcast. It's called Live Free with Gene Owens, and you can find that on all your podcast platforms. And we stream on Rumble and YouTube. And um, I'm using it as a format, uh, a forum to highlight dissident voices in the arts. So I've had, like, uh, rappers and songwriters, and um, I had the, the founder of Free Free the Nation Music, which was the um, group in Australia that refused to play medically segregated shows. His name's Ben Mitchell. We've done four episodes. The fifth one's about to come out, so you can check that out too. Live Free with Gene Owens. So when when are you on? Okay. What's that? When are you on? Um. So. I, I, it's on Rumble and it's on YouTube and then it's on like every podcast platform. So like Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Right, I just didn't know if it was live or you just tape it. That's what I was asking. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I tape it and I, you know, I kind of I don't really hold to any set schedule. Um, it's just kind of like when I when I find a guest that I really want to have on and um, and then we pre-tape there. It's an hour-long show. If if it's an artist, I'll usually play one of their songs during the come uh, during the podcast, and um, yeah, it's all pre-taped and you know minimal edits. Well, if it, if it, it helps, I'm about to uh, spend the thirty-five bucks to to publish my fifth album. Nice man, congrats. Well, I, I look forward to hearing it. Okay. Well, you hear some of it when you uh, when you listen to the beginning of the show. I force everyone to listen to a song. So awesome, man! Yeah. By the by, the way, Gene. So for us to help support you, like if we want to download your song, which is the best for you? Like on your website, I'm seeing you can order a limited edition CD or stream. How? What helps you the most? Um, I mean, all that stuff. Um, whatever you know, all of that helps. Just okay. as long as you're purchasing it. So, you know, I think okay. buying it on, like, iTunes or Amazon, if people use those, um, you know, those platforms, it helps to, like, hopefully try to get the song onto the charts and compete so it's actually on the iTunes or Amazon charts. Um, okay. But in terms of, like, the, the most money I'll take away from something, because all, of, you know, Amazon's going to take a little bit of percentage, and so is iTunes. Um, the most money I'll get is if you buy something directly from our website. And if you buy something from our website, especially CDs, like I'll, right, you know, I'll personally be packaging that up to you and mailing it to you. Um, with oh, the exception, okay. yeah, with the exception of our T-shirts and our merch store, we do that through a thing called Teespring. So it's kind of like um, made to order. 
Um, oh, I use Teespring we, for a barefoot is legal. Yeah, yes, you know, <laughs> it's a great, it's a great concept, uh, a great format. Um, because you can, you, you know, you, you can get woke town T-shirts and mugs and stickers, and it would cost us a lot of upfront capital if we were going to invest in all that stuff and then try to make our money back selling it. But this is like that you can make them to order, and you can have like five different colors of shirts that people can choose from. So there's a link to all that um, on our website too. If you click on the apparel or um, apparel tab. Okay. Good deal. Yeah. All right. I've got well, to pull that. I so will much. check it all out. Thank you. Uh, absolutely. And I look, look forward to um, coming back again and talking some more. And yeah, hopefully 2024 is going to be a good year for us and not yeah. uh, <laughs> not a crazy make it horrible year. Yes, exactly. Yeah. We'll make it one. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, and we'll be in touch. Sounds good, Bruce. Y'all take care. All right. Thank you. All right. Let's go ahead and bring Piaki in here. I know he's been waiting to jump in. I know. <laughs> Piaki there? Hey, Piaki. Uh-oh. I hope he didn't uh, fall asleep on us, but we have I him open. He might have. <laughs> Since he wasn't talking, he I'm might have fallen asleep. Oh, here, there he is. <laughs> yeah, I'm still Thanks here. for being here, Bianchi. Yeah. Yeah, it was a very interesting me. story. Yeah. Well, you know the rule, Bianchi. We have to let the voices that don't come on as often that are scheduled guests, they come before the everyday caller. It's kind of the yeah, rule. Yeah, it gives me gives you an idea what's on other people's minds. Right. Yeah, I didn't know Hollywood was that bad. They need to boycott the... Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, Yeah. most of them are... uh, I do think it's funny with punk music, like he's saying, that all the punk rockers are are extremely pro-communist and and pro-gene therapies and wearing scams and they're very pro-government. It's hard to be, uh, it, it's just, it used to be that the punk rockers were against the man. Now they're now they're fighting for the man. Well, I think they're doing it because they see how the man, quote-unquote, is going out to conservatives. Mm-hmm. From my observation, I may be wrong. But, uh, no, there's a, there's probably two more options left. One's the ballot. The next one is uh, convention of states. If those don't work, then option number three will kick in. States going to draw their lines. Like Texas. You know those 20-some-odd governors that sent their... Militia, a guard down to Texas, they should remove Joe Biden from the state ballots, too. I saw Illinois is working on that. Yeah, but then I saw where they thought it was going to get thrown out, I think. Yeah, I think I saw that today. Get thrown out by who? I don't know exactly who, but that's what I saw Uh. in the the gateway pundit. It says, here it is, challenge to Biden's Illinois ballot eligibility should be dismissed. 
Yeah, um, but who said that? Ah, uh, let's see. Uh, to the National Immigration. I don't know. Let's see, it says a hearing officer assigned to hear a challenge to President Joe Biden's qualification to appear on the Illinois Democratic presidential primary ballot says the state's election board should dismiss the matter. The objection petition filed by four Illinois voters argued that President Biden does not qualify for the presidency under the terms of the 14th Amendment. The law disqualifies certain former public office holders from holding any subsequent federal or state office if they have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the United States or given aid or comfort to the nation's enemies. Ah, maybe that's it. That's it right given, there. Given aid Not or only that, he's failing to carry out his executive duties, too. Yeah. So, yeah, states move him, take, don't let him be on the ballot. Yeah, but Illinois is a freaking blue state. If they, if they yeah, but you see the, the you see Chicago, they're they're all ready to vote for Trump right now. Oh, I, I know bet those that's people, true. I bet those people in Chicago would would move, remove him in a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Interesting. I didn't know this. Huh. Wow. It says President Biden. Oh, you know. Argued is you guilty. Know something of, oh, I was going to read you guys. I almost forgot. Let me see if I can find it. Let's see here. Oh, this is the definition of militia in Louisiana. All able-bodied persons between the ages of 17 and 64 residing in this state and who are not exempt by the laws of the United States of America are of this state constitute the militia of Louisiana and are subject to military duty. B, the militia is divided into two classes, the organized militia and the unorganized militia. The organized militia consists of the National Guard, the Louisiana State Guard, and other organized military forces, which may be authorized by law, Two, the unorganized militia consists of all other persons subject to military duty. All Hmm. other persons. So it's three levels of militias in a state. Of course, you got the National Guard. Then you got the the, the State Guard. And then you have the unorganized militia, which is the people. They can bear arms and protect the, the country, state of Louisiana. And that was demonstrated in the War 1812. Very well it was demonstrated. When the British had burned the White House and was proceeding to march on to Louisiana, it was the unorganized militia that started firing on them. Unorganized militia was the citizens who was who was carrying out guerrilla warfare, mm-hmm. hiding in the forest, hiding behind trees, letting them have it. <laughs> well, hmm. 
And see, that other gentleman that was on, he was talking about the tendencies of people calling him racist. Well, when a black person calls you racist, call him a racist back. That's what you do in that case. I voted for Donald Trump because I'm black. Joe Biden already told me I wasn't because I didn't vote for him. Conservatives try to be too damn nice. And in doing so, you're going to lose your whole, you're going to lose your thoughts. Mm-hmm. They should say that we aren't supporting these shops that take these positions. Why would you spend money in a shop that turn around and donate to the likes of Natter, Adam Swift, and Maxine Waters? Yeah. It's just sad because the American public is on that side. The the silent majority, I guess you call it. They, They love candidates right now that are uh, are talking about boycotting wokeness. That's what you got to do. Right. Because whether you do it or not, those other two options are going to happen because people are not going to stand for it. One thing you got to make it known is that these individuals with this wokeness and all this explicit illicit activity that they carry out, you got to tell them to, to stay the hell away from your kids. And tell them that it's not only a statement to stay away from your kids, but it's a warning. Yeah. Stay away from my kids. Yep. You need to wear those weapons. Where it's legal, like in Missouri, wear it. Put it on your hip. Why leave it at the house? Why leave it in the trunk of your car? Or in the car, under the front seat, where somebody can break in and take it. Now we got a whole bunch of other problems. Uh-huh. <laughs> wear your weapon. And people will start seeing it and getting used to it. That's what it's going to come down to. Courts know that Texas have a right to protect its borders. The national, they, it's not at that uh, northern river. It's at the Rio Grande. Because in the Texas-American War, Mexico wanted to have the border at the river to the north. I can't think of the name of it. It runs sort of parallel with the Rio Grande. Now, in the Battle of Veracruz, I believe it was, it settled that it would be down the middle of the Rio Grande. Before the federal government can come into a state, they have to ask permission from the governor. Why? Because they enter in the country. It's sovereign. Only thing is that you don't have to do a treaty with it, but you should. 
if you was going to enter into a France, if you was going to enter into uh, Italy, if you was going to enter into an Argentina, you would have to do a treaty with it to set up a the leased land for a military base. You have to do a treaty to extradite criminal. You have to do a treaty. Mm-hmm. FBI walking into another state, into another neighborhood, knocking on the residents' doors. That's a bunch of bull crap. It's going to get to a point where people say, we ain't taking this no more. Yeah. That's what you got to talk about. That's what you have to discuss. People got to hear you say these things. You can't keep those things in the, in, in your mind, thinking about them, humming them to yourself. No, you have to say this stuff out loud. Yeah, then but also up. on the other end, you can't be like Brandon and say stuff and then not act upon it. Well, that's what I'm talking about, too. They come to sit your, pick your little Johnny up and set him on your lap. You got to lash out. Lash out the hurt. Not a tap. Uh, excuse me. Hell no. It should be a left cross to the jaw or a clunk across the head with a damn two before. And I've done that one time almost. And, of course, that violence when I was over at SIU. And some leftists picked up my grandson after he had done a performance mm-hmm. there at the school. I asked him, I said, what are you doing? Why are you picking up my grandson? No, he's so cute. I said, it's going to be the last cute thing you see. You put him down. <laughs> that was over at the Principia. Principia College. In Illinois. I think it was Principia. Uh, it was either SIU one or two. So that's what's going to happen, Proof. That's what's going to happen, Christine. What else? I mean, can you see anything else? Anything else would be compromised. You know compromise is giving up. You sit at the table with two shoes and two socks. When you get up, you got one sock and two and three and one shoe. You don't gave up. Yeah, no, I agree with you. <laughs> I we can't tiptoe around anything anymore. That's the problem. No, you don't sit back and didn't say nothing. We sat back and didn't say nothing, hoping that it'd go away. Oh, you know that maybe they're, they're just acting up. No, he ain't acting up. These people serious. And I'll tell you something else, too. At some point in time, there needs to be a manhunt out for those persons that has conspired to destroy the fabric of the United States. They need to be brought to justice and punished severely. Another Nuremberg trial. Sounds like treason to me. No doubt in my – I mean, there's no question in my eyes. That Biden and then, I mean, there's so many of them that have committed treason and genocide. Yeah, they've committed genocide of Tennessee. When when you're 
when you're destroying the culture of a of a family, a group. Yep. That group is family. You're destroying the culture of the family, taking God out, mm-hmm. taking away the heroes. Yep. They have trampled our ability to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I mean, they are just tramp. You know, they're stomping all over it. They make it virtually taking impossible. A, taking your ability to say no to invasion of your body. Yeah. The government has no bill in telling American citizens that they have to patronize any commercial entity that's right, producing exactly. anything. Shots. You got to take this vaccination. You got to eat this food. You can't have gas stoves. You got to have liquor stoves. That's a bunch of bull crap. It is, but the, you people, know the sad, yeah. The sad part is the people though they have soldiers, just like the the hospital corporations. They're, most of the nurses, a lot of the nurses and the doctors, they went right in line to be their soldiers when they should have stood up and said no. Well, you have to threaten these people to sue them. Throw that out there a couple of times. It's just a bunch of crap. And it's like these police officers. Here you are standing across the street videotaping, which you have, of course, a right to do. They want to come take your camera, your phone from you, Uh throw it on the ground. Yep. (laughs) These people have gotten completely out of control. And what's next? The barbed wire today, you're cutting holes in the fence. What are they going to do next? Cut holes in your door and come in your house? Well, I mean, look at them. They're putting them in our kids. They're putting them in schools. They're taking kids out of schools and putting the immigrants in there. That's a I bunch mean, of bull a, crap. That's a real thing. Yeah. Now, why don't those parents, they should be the unorganized militia well, that, that's what Chicago's done with up. right now. Chicago said that's not going to happen. Why are your children having to learn all these other different languages? You come to this country, you learn English. You're supposed to be able to communicate. Not being able to communicate can be dangerous and life-threatening. Worse than not being able to read, no left turns. It's just that simple. Yeah. Your kids got to learn Spanish and Ecuadorian and all that crazy (laughs) stuff. Then the lunches change. Hell, in Mexico they have chitlin. In Mexico they have chitlin tacos. You want your kids eating chitlin tacos? I'm saying it's bad, but hell, it's not our cuisine. And then these people that I heard you say earlier, Christine, about uh, people that flee. Well, you're supposed to flee to the adjacent country. Christine, if you ever had problems, you could flee to Illinois. You're not going to go clean to Washington, D.C. and knock on the door. So they should flee to 
their adjacent country. They speak the language. The music is similar to the, where the country they came from. The food sure is. Yeah. Hell, in Chicago, they say that these illegals are walking down the streets, come by a construction site, they strip the temporary wooden doors off, go inside and take up camp. Oh, my gosh. You know, I think that uh, that's what this country needs. It probably needs a red dawn. Yeah, that's it, Red Dawn. It need one of those. And maybe people's butts will wake up. That's true. I mean, that's, that's why other countries fear us, because they know that the United States has the largest army in the world, and it's us. Like you said, the unorganized militia. It's us. You're absolutely right. They don't tore up. Europe is just gone. Oh, Yeah. Some of them countries over there. And see, you know, I don't, you know, I, I don't, you can say this and say that. But i tell you one thing. i never seen so many people so enthusiastic about killing babies. And that's one thing that hurt this country, these abortions. Now your population is done. Your demographics is done. Yeah, that's just pure evil. I mean, that's sick. I was in Absolutely Los sick. Angeles. I was in Los Angeles one year. I forget which one it was. By the Staples Centers, and I'm not criticizing the individual. I see a Latino woman pushing a baby carriage, a double decker, two on the bottom, two on the top, oh, and it was commonplace down there. I mean, see, ain't nothing. I'm, I mean, they have whatever they want to, but I'm just saying what I saw. Yeah. Jeez. So I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. It may be too far gone. You know, it's like a tree. When you cut a tree and start falling over, well, lean over a little bit, you can pull it back. But once it gets to this point of what's called the NR, or the point PNR, the point of no yeah. return, you're not going to stop it. It's going to crash. Come tumbling down. Well, I, I think Look if Michael that. Robinson Obama secures this election in November, that's it. Look at that documentary. Uh, it was talking about the incident in East Palestine. Mm-hmm. And uh, those trains seem to let my people go is the name of it. You seen that proof? No. That documentary? I don't think I have you. Let My People Go is what it's called? Yeah, it's on Rumble. They have one that's three hours, 13 minutes. Oh, wow. Just look at it. They talk about the incident of the chemical spill in East Palestine. And they said that it seemed like, you know, when you have a defective 
mechanism on a rail car, they have sensors along the track that can warn the conductor, not the engineer, not the conductor, the engineer. Mm-hmm. And they say that it seemed like these failures were supposed to occur in the white communities. Kid you not. Look at it. And you know you never would know because, you know, we don't know the Democrats along a railroad track, but they say when it went through, quote, unquote, the minority area, nothing happened. When it went through those areas where you had a majority population of whites, then you had these failures. And then they had another chemical engineer who was taking samples and doing his investigation. I think he's known through the nation for doing, being called out on things like that. He said it was not a controlled fire like we thought that we heard. Well, it's going to be controlled. We let it burn off. He said bull crap. It wasn't controlled. It was intentional. Right. Yeah, I heard that now too. The people, now the people, not only are not worried about what's in the soil, but what about the loss of their home values? Who in the hell is going to buy a house in that area? Right. Nobody. Yeah, and what about their health? Yeah, and also they helped. You're absolutely right. Hell, they moved out. Where are they going to have to go? It's going to be there for a while. Yeah, I don't. Did did Biden and Biden didn't take one trip up there, did he? No, of course not. I don't think he ever went up there. No. But what does that tell you? I don't understand these people, man. I really don't. It's oh. perplexing. I like listening to like that last call, that last guest you have because he brings information, and he's able to talk on areas of what things going on that I myself never would have opportunity to get around to. But I would be interested to hear what he has to say because when you hear enough of that coming from so many directions, now you're able to start putting pieces of the puzzle together. The names they mention. And so on and so on and so on. But there's uh, a sorted force that's behind all this. I ain't going to say it's spiritual or a grand treasure board someplace up in the heavens. No, it's something here on earth, people sitting around tables behind closed doors, and they plotting and planning. It's been going on for quite some time. No way in the world all this could happen at the same time. I tell you, one of the most notorious things is what's going on with January 6th. Every last one of those people that's been held should receive $10 million. Yes. Yes. It's awful. Yeah. Cash Kelly, somebody that I know, a friend of mine, they're very good friends with him, and he's finally just literally got in a home with his family, got back with his family in his home now, and he's been in there ever since. And he did not get him a lawyer. Get him a lawyer. Oh. And then it needs to be legislation. That's what it's going to take because they'll come up with some damn exemption. And the people that, and you know, I don't know if, if you can, but the people that convene these hearings, they need to be sued too. Personal effects. When you violate somebody's 
civil rights, the Constitution protection, your immunity goes away. Or she should have known better. You took an oath to uphold it. Why would you take an oath to uphold something? Then you turn around and you abuse it against the U.S. citizen. Because they know they can get away with it. That's why. Yeah, especially right now. Another mistake. Turning our kids over to be educated by these fools. Yeah. Now that's you're gonna be fighting your own children. They're gonna be wanting to push you over the cliff. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean I, I know. I've got friends with some teenage kids right now and it's scary. Scary how they behave. I just I'm just like wow. But you know, you got to stay close to your kids, especially these days. You you just got to stay so close to them, and you know, instilling yeah, you them. Start in, you got to start indoctrinating them early. It's better for yeah. you to indoctrinate them than somebody else. Yes, yes, absolutely. Next thing you know, your kids would. Have tied you up in in bed sheets and beaten you with wet towels. So that, yeah. you know that's what I see. I see two more options: one, a transparent election, paper ballots with those that want to have them. Get rid of them damn machines. Why would you have a machine you can't audit? Hell, in some state constitutions, they say that your ballot is supposed to be audited. And some of these machines, probably a majority of them, you cannot audit the ballots. You can't. Then when you have another professor demonstrate in court to a judge that with a mere $10.95 pen, you can alter the totals. Oh, yeah. That's why they use them, because they can cheat. Then you got these social media if you post that, they want to put you on restriction. Well, hell, it's in the newspaper. Yeah. So we're going to say the newspaper's <laughs> a lie? It's in the courtroom. Everything's messed up. So that's what I see that's going to happen, is that you're going to have a big drawdown. Big throwdown, and I don't blame them. That's what you need to have, a big throwdown. In states, the people should say, we ain't going to do it. Tell the courts, we're not going to do it. As a matter of fact, we're going to get rid of you because you are demonstrating bad behavior. That's what the Constitution says. Get rid of them. They only serve on account of good behavior. These bureaucrats should not stay in office no 40 damn years, no head of this department, head of that department, head of the EPA, head of the R. No, they should be term limited, just like an air, aircraft pilot. They can't fly to the 80. And 
And then when yeah. they stay in these positions mm-hmm. of power like that, then next thing you know, you got something that you got to contend with. You got to keep these people checked. U.S. senators and congressional people should be paid by the states that elected them. Not going to Washington, getting into that cesspool, you never will know where the hell they are. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention that they all get paid for the rest of their lives, those high salaries. Oh, it's just crazy. That's what there needs to be immediately, a change, cut the salaries in half, and none of this stuff serve two terms in the Congress. It's just four years, and you get paid a pension equal to your salary the rest of your life. Get to go to Walter Reed Hospital and all that crap. No, yeah. they should have the same type of medical that the common citizen in their state have. Yep. As simple as that. And stop calling they public servants. They're not your honorable this, no honorable that. No, they are public servants, and that's the way they should be identified. Yep. Just like when they freaked out when the Capitol, you know, when that happened on January 6th, it's like, Oh, your house is just so much more important than all the houses and businesses that were burned down the past few years. No. The other houses and businesses were more important than the freaking capital. Who cares? FBI and these other agencies being used as tools, weapons, any any agent that participate in that should be brought to justice. You have violated your oath. You got to strike fear into these folks. You got to educate your kids so they know how to properly behave when they become responsible. When they become responsible adults, they should know how to behave. They should know what to expect. You just don't elect somebody because they come up to you and and tell you what they're going to do. No, you elect them because you chose them and they agreed to do what you want them to do. If not, get rid of them. What good are they? What's good? What the hell good is a broom with no straw on it? It ain't worth a damn. Scratch your floor up. Get rid of it. We the people are going to have to be the the court system to bring them to justice because the current one sure won't do it. Well, you know... Anybody can be a judge. Judge don't have to be a lawyer. A judge is a neutral person that listens to complaints. Mm-hmm. It could be the neighbor across the street, the common court, the people. You don't have to be a lawyer to be a judge. I don't think old Judge Roy Bean back in the day was a lawyer. He's a hell of a good judge, too. Hey, Pianchi, I got like uh, yes, I got like 10 minutes left, and I have to play Broccoli Man still. All right, well, look, <laughs> I'll check you guys next time. Good right, to hear well, you know where to find Pianchi. us, so thank you, Pianchi. Oh, I learned something from you. Thank you. Christina, do you have the latest Broccoli Man episode? I do. 
All right, let me know when you're ready. We'll get this up and running. Okay, it's ready. All right, so Broccoli Man Goes to the Border featuring Wiretap. Three, two, one, action. A bunch of us are heading down to South Texas to go help secure the southern border. I cannot believe the globalists would rather start a civil war in the United States than to even pretend to close the border. We have over 20,000 people very day from over 150 countries just coming over here while the border patrol and the feds make them sandwiches and give them maps on where to go for welfare. Many of these people are terrorists who are wanted around the world. When we report them, we are told to shut up and they have every right to be here. I am glad to see over two dozen states say no and send troops. I am heading down there now. My job is to try and figure out where many of these children come from. It is no secret these cartels kidnap little kids. They use them as pawns to say I have a child let me in. As soon as they get across the border, the kids are either recycled back to the border by the cartel to be used again, or left at the border to die. Brandon tells us that we better shut up or we will get arrested. Liberals try to tell us how great it is to have 92% of these illegals be single military age men. Well, 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 green dude. I told G globalists that you would be down here. They thought you would be too scared of being in a war zone. But I know that you are a buscular biasnitch, and you're something lucker for real. What do you want now, Wiretap? Well, long term, sir. I want your kumquats and your ice cream cone. But for right now, I'm finna arrest you for trying to stop these poor undocumented friends of America from coming into our country. Do what? It is not up to you to do anything about this border. George Soros paid for these millions of global citizens to come here for asylum sir. It is hard work to secure the Darien Gap in Panama so we can collect these people from anywhere in the world so we can put them something duckers on buses and bring them to America green dude. When you get in the way, you are hurting our crime syndicate. Well, the American public wants to get in the way of your crime syndicate. Maybe you do not understand the Queen's English, sir. You do not run Jack-ish. We need to take down America so we can run a one-world government. That is why we paid off Barrios O'Tour and Brandon so we can have all the world's killers and terrorists get onto American soils completely unchecked. After we get as many world troops to go after Americans, we can start banning the guns from adults and nincompoops. Only our own troops from all over the world will be supplied weaponry. This way us globalists can live happily ever after sir. I do not think that is how it is going to work. I think that is how it is going to work. There is no way you are going to take guns from all the Americans. This is why we have bought all the weapons. It will be easy sir. All we have to do is create a military force full of these great new undocumented American friends. We can use them to do no-knock raids into stores and houses without permission. If you dare to complain, 
you will be frog marched out of your dwelling and placed into a local themes camp. That does not exist. What makes you think you will get away with this? Because, sir, people will support Brandon's message about how MAGA and Trump support us the domestic terrorists. No one likes Brandon anymore. That is fake news. We understand, sir. But when we replace Brandon with Michael Robinson or Obama, all those nimwits and saps will go back to the Democrat plantation and do whatever Big Mike tells them. And we have every globalist in our pocket to go against fools like you, sir. What about Elon Musk? Never you worry about him, sir. We will bog him down with lawsuits so him cannot do anything, sir. Just like we are slowing down Donald Trump, Alex Jones, and all other prominent people fighting against the crime syndicate. So just because the people that pay your salary have money, you think you can end the civilization against the 99%? Absolutely, sir. We are finna pass a bill that will prohibit any militia or have open any firearms trainings classes. If you are interested in training for a firearms class, you will be rounded up and go to the FEMA camp. By the way, sir, you will be 100% required to own a cellular phone so we can track your every move, sir. I refuse to hold a cell phone on my person. There is too much spying by the government. Also, these phones have way too much radiation. We have solved the radiation problem, sir. How is that? We have now stopped any and all studies on radiation reports effective immediately. So since we no longer test for radiation, it is now completely safe. Now let me make sure you have a cell phone in your front pocket on your dungarees so the radiation frequencies fry up your swimmies. We best be making sure you something but cares are not procreating sir. Never. That is not going to work sir. Now I must formally demand that you remove your dungarees, your blouse, and your underoos. I need to check your kumquats and your anal canal for any rice and coffee beans. Rice and coffee beans? Precisely sir. We need to check you for anything that procures global warming sir. We busy finaban those dangerous items that will sustain human life. Uh. I mean that those types of foodstuffs use up too much carbon and so we need to ban them along with killing all the cows. Now you must you must you must deliver those garments on your person. I also need to run my hands through your long flowing mane. I do not understand. Brandon is setting up a world war to fight Russia, China, Iran, and other nations. But in a world war, Brandon, Obama, and the Democrat Party say it is even more important to fight Americans. No, Sherlock. Why else do you think it is okay for all these people to cross the American borders without any checks or balances? But we are going to upgrade our TS naked body scanners to make sure we get an even clearer photograph of your junk. Sure it may contain extra radiation. However, there are no longer going to be any radiation studies, sir, so it will be legal. Hey everyone. These globalists think they can overpower us and start their one world government. They have a goal by 2030 to get rid of every single nation and have one nation one laws for us 99%. They want massive death and destruction for you and me. They want to run the world without us in it. 
please resist anything and everything they want to do to fight us. Check out the Proof Negative Radio Show. Proof is on live 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. That is 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Proof has on great guests, excellent co-hosts, and all the news you need to be informed on. Go to freedomizerradio.com and click on Listen Live. Also, go to the schedule on there and find some of the other shows on Freedomizer. That is freedomizerradio.com. Do not ever ever listen to Freedomizer Radio. You must refuse to listen to anyone that is sharing information about a crime syndicate. That is why we are forced to use military airplanes to spray chemtrails all over you halfwits and jackwads. We are going to attack everyone's health. We can spray you with classified chemicals block out the sun and force you to wear shoes every day. This way you can be as low on vitamin D and constantly be sick. We own you 99% S. Do you hear me? We own you 99% buys niches. We are the champions. We are the champions. No need for losers because we are the champions of the world. Now hurry up and bring your jukebox money. All right, I hope that was okay. Always is. Better than okay. All right, so anything else before we uh, we get out of here because the 90-second buzzer is about to go off? Well, I don't think so. Good show. So. All right, well, thank you for being here, though, tonight. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So. Thank you for thanking me. <laughs> All right. You have a All right, everybody. Week. Thank you. All right, so everyone... Please support the other shows on the network. It's not just the Proof Negative show, but until tomorrow, hold on to the handrail, keep hope alive. And remember, only you can prevent forest fires. I am Proof Negative, and I am Oot. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.